0: For more Red FM podcasts, go to redfm.ie forward slash podcasts.
1: In fact, thank you so much from Tanya here at uh, Corks Red FM. Shared a video with me this morning of the lock. It is totally frozen over, totally frozen over. Now, the last time I referenced the lock, it was partially frozen, but I'm told the whole thing is frozen over. Um, and uh, you know, I hope that the the, the, the um, I hope that the Holy Family are keeping warm out there in the crib on the island. They've got that thermos on. <laughs> And I'm not, listen, it's frozen, but don't be walking on the damn thing. Whatever you do, because you just don't know how deep it is. And we don't want any tragedies. But the papers this morning, like the Mirror says, it's a Sunday roast. Well, 12 degrees is roasting by comparison to what we've had in the recent past. So the freezing cold weather finally did set to disappear over the weekend to be replaced by a balmy 12 degrees. Earlier this morning, is reading minus 5, and it was still minus 5 up until, well, for me anyway, up until 7 o'clock, slowly but surely trying to climb now. But all of the papers are dominated this morning uh, by the death, the killing of Private Sean Rooney, 23-year-old native of County Donegal who was born in Donegal, but spent a lot of his life, I believe, in Dundalk, fatally wounded after the UN Jeep he was driving in was attacked uh, just south of Beirut, um, Trooper Shane Carney, aged 22 from Killa in East Cork, suffered serious injuries in the attack. And we know, and the papers tell us this morning, of the vigil and the mass and the prayers in Killa last night. And fair play to all of the natives of Killa. And if I know that area, lots of villages and townlands surrounding Killa and further afield would have come together. But the headlines—it's uh, been a long time since I've seen the newspapers, absolutely without exception. ...talking about this on their front page... ...the Independent this morning says... ...murdered in the line of duty... ...and they all carry a fabulous photograph... ...of uh, Private Sean Rooney on the front pages... ...in all his combats and fatigues... ...in front of one of the armoured vehicles... ...looking just like a million dollars... ...and uh, you know... ...if you ever saw somebody who was suited for the army... ...and looked right in the uniform... And the late uh, Sean Rooney certainly did. Nation United in Grief is the front page of Making the Sun today. Sean killed Shane injured by a mob. I'll come back to the mob in a moment. Uh, The mail this morning says he died serving Ireland, killed during a convoy ambush in Lebanon, bringing two soldiers to the airport so they could go home to funerals. And his own mother was preparing the house for his return like all mammies do. Sean died a hero Is the front of the mirror this morning. Peace Heroes is the front of this morning's Daily Star. Many photographs um, make the papers today. Uh, Forgive me for saying this, and a little bit of an alert for you, but the papers then get quite graphic about uh, what, what we know of the events that led up to his death and the injury of other soldiers. Shot in the head as he drove his mates out of the ambush. Um, Sean always wanted to be a soldier, according to the inside pages of the papers today. And the Echo this morning rightly talks of the local community praying for, Cher, for, for Shane and indeed killer locals coming together. And the, this morning, the examiner and the Echo say that killer locals will be there to support the family of the injured story. as from this morning's Echo. And the front page of the Echo talks of hero soldiers with the tears for Sean and the prayers for Shane you couldn't put it better than that, you couldn't. Tears for Sean and prayers for Shane. Now, um, Private Sean Rooney, and this is the story from the Irish Times this morning, was due to marry next summer. That makes it even more heartbreaking because it gives you another example of all that he's been robbed of, of the life ahead, if you like. He obviously was clearly in love very excited and perhaps was out there doing his duty, doing his tour. And a lot of soldiers do that, of course. And, you know, there's extra money can be made. And one could probably surmise that, you know, that maybe that money was going to help set up his home and set up his life with his his loved one and the woman that he was to marry. Um, his fiance described him as the most wonderful, selfless person who died doing what he loved. Now, video footage has uh, circulated and indeed a few people have even sent it to me. I would discourage people from sharing the video footage. Uh, It's quite graphic um, and I'm not even going to reference, uh, although I did hear uh, RT this morning talk about some parts of the video um, uh, after the the actual uh, armoured vehicle had flipped over. Um, We do know... Uh, that Private Sean Rooney was shot in the head, but continued to drive. uh, And then at some stage, uh, lost control of the vehicle and it flipped over. Um, Now, there is video of of the Irish soldiers struggling um, near the overturned vehicle. That's as much as I'm going to say. And it is being shared and it shouldn't be shared, but it just goes to show the nastiness of of social media when people share it. Because I was looking through some of the comments below the shared videos and one of them says, it's my cousin, in the video. Can you make sure you report them please? I've been reporting people sharing this all morning and without fail people are saying that it is, and it sums up in two words in one of the texts, dreadfully disrespectful. um, Disgusting. What is wrong with people? His poor family that these kind of videos would be shared. But the two SUVs carrying the troops were on their way from their base in southern Lebanon to Beirut. Uh, According to Lebanese media and eyewitness accounts, they were clearly marked as, uh, you you know, as UN vehicles with the UM, UN uh, emblems. Now, investigations are underway and one would have to let that take its course. Of course, the tragedy now will move from chapter to chapter investigation, repatriation uh, of the late uh, Sean Rooney uh, and indeed, um, you know, repatriation to his family. Uh, grief and mourning and burial. So all the papers are dominated by that this morning, both in print and indeed online. It, there are other stories making the news. Um, Simon's staff do what they do. They go about their business. They don't deserve to be spat at. They don't deserve to be name called. But yet Liam Heelan in this morning's Uh, Echo talks of a member of staff at Simon who was handing out blankets to service users and I get it that service users have issues going on and they don't want to be on the streets and they don't want to be going into homeless shelters and they don't want to be cold and hungry and poor. And so there are a lot of issues psychologically a lot of them would have things going on. I understand all of that. Uh, but the service user who was handing out blankets was assaulted by a young man who spat in her face and then said it was the most satisfying thing he had ever done. Well, he went on to regret that because he was before Judge Olin Kelleher. Um, the assault on the lady, she was working in Simon um, and the guy who did it, uh, Callum Murphy, he was described as an unforgivable act in the court and, and the judge actually called it an unforgivable act. And he sentenced him to five months in prison at Cork District Court. So it was at the door of Simon on Anderson's Key. While handing out blankets, he became aggressive and attempted to grab her arm twice. He called her a Polish prostitute and spat on her face. And then he says, that's the most satisfying thing I have ever done. Um, to other areas where people wait and wait and wait. And Simon, of course, you know, they're flat out with the day room open 24-7 and people... Uh, going in, and or at least if they can, trying to get blankets. Uh, but there was a woman who spent um, 60 hours in the emergency department at Cork University Hospital in the middle of November. And the examiner's health correspondent, Neo Griffin, I originally saw it online, um, it's a part of a damning report into healthcare. I uh, will come back to this uh, this morning. Uh, with 60 hours in the A&D, where she says she was fighting delirium because of 60 virtually sleepless hours waiting in the cuh and in the crisis that we are all in and those that are coming here trying to flee crisis the irish times this morning says it will cost 150 million euro delivering to deliver hundreds of rapid build modular homes for ukrainian refugees so the cost that has been put on that now is 150 million euro i mean Left hand, right hand again. you got 150 million that's got to be spent on modular homes. And yet we have all of these empty homes. Um, and unfinished housing estates and all sorts of stuff like that. You would think that we're a bit more joined up thinking. I don't know if there's going to be any more or less joined up thinking, but of course Mihal Martin will be um, set to be replaced by Leo Varadkar as uh, Taoiseach tomorrow. Tomorrow's his last day. It is thought at this stage that Micheál Martin, according to RTE News, will become Tánaiste and Minister for Foreign Affairs you're probably saying to yourself, what happens to Simon Coveney? He's the Minister for Foreign Affairs. Well, it's thought that that would mean that Simon Coveney would become Minister for Enterprise. Michael McGrath would go to finance. Pascal O'Donoghue would move to uh, public expenditure and so on and so forth. Um, it's also said that the Fine Gael Senator from Leaside, Jerry Buttermore, will become Carheerlach of the Shannon. So it's a bit like... Uh, I stepped out and he stepped in again and things like that. And talking about dance routines, have you noticed that RTE have Toys show the musical? uh, And they have a lot, a lot of actual shows. But they're just not selling. And apparently they have 30 plus shows and only one of them has actually sold out. Now, other Pantos were freaking about this because they were saying, you know, like, do you really need to do this? Can you not leave Pantos to the people who do Pantos at Christmas time? Allow us to make a few bob. RT come in then and they come up with 30 plus shows for uh, for the Toy Show musical, but they can't sell it. They're even talking about this in the Doll this morning. Um, it doesn't augur very well if you've got 30 nights over Christmas and you only managed to sell out one. You wouldn't find that in the Opera House, nor in the Everyman. And then um, there's chapter and verse and loads of it on the Sussexes as, 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 and the war of the Sussexes and the rest of the royal family. In fact, isn't it kind of true now that at this stage uh, that many people were saying that, you know, they're, they're a toxic couple. Um, they're described in The Sun this morning as being... He's being described as... Harry's been described as a winger, And he's been described as gutless. And apparently The Sun did uh, a reader poll where 93% of people who responded said 93% that they should be stripped of all of their royal titles And 83% of people who responded said they should be banned from the king's coronation. They ain't been doing themselves any favours. And these Netflix documentaries, even though they haven't landed a whole lot of punches apart from whinging, I think, uh, and oh, poor me or poor us and look at us, Forgetting about their entitlement, their sense of entitlement and the world that they live in and all the trappings that come with it. Your thoughts are welcome on in that incidentally. Text 868 And finally this morning, some good news. Uh, Cork Airport is flying. I hope they get all hospitality up and running. I know they've got a new cafe announced there and a new restaurant downstairs and arrivals. That's good. Not quite sure how things are through departures with regards to food and drink offerings, but I hope that that's improved. But we got five new Ryanair routes next summer. Twenty-nine routes will go out of Cork with regards to Ryanair. Isn't that a fortune of routes, though, from Ryanair with Cork, isn't it? La Rochelle, Rome, Seville, Venice, Treviso, and East Midlands. So it'll operate next summer 270 weekly flights in and out of Cork during the summer. And that's 20% up on last summer. Now, they got a hammering during the pandemic, right? But they've bounced back big time. uh, And they figure that um, the the airport expects to have... 2.2 2.2 million passengers through the airport by the end of this year. And next year, they figure that that will go ahead to maybe 2.4 million. So some extra flights to tickle your fancy. La Rochelle, Rome, Seville and Venice all sound gorgeous. And no disrespect to East Midlands. I'm sure that's wonderful too.
2: The Neil Prendiville Show. Gold winner for Interactive Speech Program at the IMRO Radio Awards 2022
1: red FM. and you can text 0868 104 106 pick up the phone on 0818 104 106 can i start because yesterday it got away from me can i start with hampers and people overseas at christmas time and you guys have been emailing me stories of loved ones in some cases it's people overseas getting in touch to tell me about their loved ones and i'll read out some more of them in a few minutes time but i just want to talk to uh, to john mangan if you don't mind lovely story here john good morning Neil, good morning. Happy low, to you and all. happy Christmas to you too. Now, you're down in Carrigaline. You're married to Tady's sister Burr, aren't you? And Tady is out in Sweden, am I right? That's right, absolutely. Great name, incidentally. Was he born Tady Bransfield or what?
3: He was indeed, absolutely. It's a family name on my wife's side. So uh, his I uncle was Tady, there's Tady, and then there's my son Tady. As in the bowels Tady Quill, is it? Slightly different spelling, but uh, yeah, essentially.
1: All right. So, lovely story. So, when did you go to Sweden
3: and meet this beautiful Swede? Well, they met. He was working in Rosie's when Rosie's was rocking in the 90s. That's right. uh, It was. That's right. Yeah. And the 80s and the 70s. Well, his uh, his moment to shine was in the 90s. Uh, we met a lot of it. She was in Cork working in a stables in uh, Ring of Skiddy, Hitchmos, I think. Not 100% certain, but uh, she was drinking Rosie's and they met and uh, she had to go home. So off he went with her.
1: <laughs> was it going to a quick decision? Okay, oh, I've i finished say, my few drinks. I'm off to Sweden. Hold on. I think I might love you. I'm off with you. Goodbye and good luck. <laughs> All right. So off he went. I mean, um, off he went just and, like that. And what did you what did the rest of the family think of the time? Uh, that'll never last. He'll be back soon enough.
3: Well, I wasn't on the scene at the time now, so I couldn't really uh, give you a definitive answer to that question.
1: How long ago was it exactly?
3: Uh, Mid 90s, I think. I think we went over there about 1994.
1: OK, so if we do the maths on that, uh, what is that like? 94, 2004, 14. Oh, my gosh, nearly 30 years ago.
3: That's right, yes. they married in 1999 in Sweden, so a big group of us went over, it was uh, a great week, and uh, they come back now and again, but not as often as they'd like. And did they settle down, did they have kids? They do, two kids, uh, Liam is 21, and their younger son Noah is, uh, he'd be about 14 maybe.
1: Okay, okay, and is there a
3: little Teddy in there? Little Teddy is uh, in my house, he's... uh <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't, uh, he's been over to Sweden a lot But he, uh, no, he's Irish
1: I know, I, you might think that I'm fixated on the Christian name Tady Because I am I mean, how many how many generations have there been with the Thady Bransfield in the home?
3: Uh, three that I know of, but uh, I suppose possibly more But three that I can say definitively Yeah, it skipped you though, did it? Well, it's uh, not my family name, I can't take credit. I know.
1: <laughs> I know. And and so back to Sweden then, to Teddy and to Lotte. Is it Lottie? Lotte or Lottie?
3: Uh, Charlotte, but
1: everyone calls her Lotte for, Lotte uh, for sure. and, and the kids, um, are they, do they Do they hold on to a bit of corkness and a bit of Irishness out there? I mean, do they have the stuff that they miss and everything?
3: Neil, if we went over without a box of sackcloth stuffing and Barry's tea, and a Brennan sliced pan for latte. We'd be turned around straight a away. Brennan
1: sliced pan and Paxo Saxo Paxo, stuffing. Paxo, Paxo. You're right, Paxo. <laughs>
4: it's long and, time since uh, I heard of sorry. Paxo,
1: Paxo stuffing.
3: <laughs>
1: we couldn't leave guns without it. All right. What about what about sweeties and stuff like that? Tato crisps.
3: Uh, not a huge amount. Um, no, it'd be more the uh, the savoury stuff that they'd like. The uh, sausages and the uh, bit of pudding and all right. that
1: stuff okay. okay well I can't do the sausages and other sweet. pudding and I can't do the stuffing but I can do the tater cheese and onion the Barry's tea all of the Cadbury's dairy milks and the Kimberley's and the fig rolls and all the old sweets and stuff what about Tanora do they like do
3: they wet their whistle I'd say oh he would he'll, uh, he'll d- mangle that on Christmas day
1: <laughs> mangle it all right. well will you get on to all of them over there please in Carlsham in Sweden and tell them that there's a hamper box on the way from ourselves I... and paddybox.com will you do that for me
3: brilliant done already he's probably listening all
1: right, Well, do you want to give him a shout out d-
3: well to uh, Lotta Tady Noah Liam uh, the parents his uh, parents are uh, fantastic to visit as well so big hello to everyone
1: and what about the five pug dogs you forgot them
3: oh sure they're uh, I don't think they have any uh, English deal, so they're probably <laughs> okay they don't know I'm talking all right.
1: to them. well good morning to them all if they are listening um, and happy Christmas to them and to you as well John Mangan and all the family down in cargoline thanks for getting in touch thanks Neil, all the best cheers my man, take care, we got another Bye. call we're not doing, going too far actually from Sweden uh, next call Finland after these.
2: talk to Neil Prenderville now 0818 104 106 Cork's Red FM
1: and so as I say from Sweden just across the road, over to Finland to Veronica Lehtonen-Walsh Veronica, good morning
5: Good morning Neil. How are
2: you? Uh,
1: well listen to me. Cold? If you if you i I'll I'll get to the cold in a second, but in fair play to you, if you don't ask for yourself, who else will ask for you? So thank you for nominating <laughs> <laughs> thank you for nominating yourself.
5: <laughs> yeah, well, Okay I let's that better. Nobody let's, else might.
1: Let's first talk about the cold. You say it is very cold, is it?
5: Uh, it's not too well uh, it's not too bad today it's only minus 12 <laughs> well
1: but when you um, <laughs> sent me the email it was minus 17 and a half
5: <laughs> yeah that was yesterday afternoon when I was coming home yeah so that was a bit chilly but minus 12 and there isn't any wind so it's it's not so cold if you have minus 5 and a wind it's horrific
1: and the minus 17 so and a bad. half is that a daytime temperature
5: yeah yeah
1: Wow, I mean, we get we get zero or minus one or two, but I suppose if this because you're there. First of all, you left Cork in the in the late eighties. You ended up in Helsinki. Was there other places before that?
5: Uh, we moved first to Germany, but only stayed there about six months. Then to Helsinki. Then we went back to Germany for about four years, and then came back and moved about. About forty kilometers west of Helsinki. And
1: when you say we, so, who's the we?
5: Well, my husband and yeah, our daughter. But now we, have, our son, was born actually here, so um, he hasn't lived in Germany or Ireland. But um, okay. he's very Irish in his own way. But I'm just trying <laughs> to get—I'm
1: just trying to get a grasp on that. You left Cork, married, was it?
5: No, I wasn't married. But um, I got married about a year after.
1: So, but to a Cork man?
5: No, no, no. a think.
1: Did you meet him in Cork? I did. Oh I right, did. okay. Yeah. So it's another he story of working, somebody. Yeah, yeah. Go on.
5: Yeah, he 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 was working in Money Point, so he was there on a contract. So. Um, so yeah. two
1: different calls this morning from two different stories of people who met somebody. In your case from Finland and before it was the Teddy Bransfield story from Sweden and went back to their countries with them. So that's the backstory to it. And do you come back and forth at all to home? Because I know you have all sorts of great stories with regards to checking luggage back in filled with all sorts of things oh you God, shouldn't yeah. have in them.
5: Yeah, my daughter calls me the bag lady <laughs> and she said she will never ever fly with me again. Why? And she never did. That was it. Why? Yeah, she was so annoyed with me one time. Um... But, yeah, I used to go back and forth an awful lot when my mum was still alive and when our son was small. I used to book Ryanair flights and I'd have maybe three booked at a time. So I was back and forth maybe every six weeks.
1: And if you do that in advance, they're cheap as chips, right?
5: Oh, they were. Yeah, it's so cheap that I had to. Yeah, so I was forever going back and forth. But they were horrific trips because you'd fly from Tampere, which is about 100 and something kilometres from here, and you'd fly to Stansted and you'd have to wait maybe six, eight hours. And when you've got a small kid and waiting six or eight hours always was painful i can imagine
1: i know it was well it's cheap for a reason you know it's cheap as it for a reason it's usually not all that direct so but the return trip then what would you be bringing back with you
5: oh well i'd always have a list of like rashers sausages ham uh tea potatoes biscuits uh oxtail soup um, pickles, <laughs> so Branston pickles because you can't get those here. I tomorrow, love Mike. Branston
1: pickles, do you? I think they're the nicest yeah, of the, all. Yeah.
5: Fantastic, yeah. Uh, I used to bring mayonnaise Hellman's because you couldn't get it here, but now you can. So that's off my list. Um, and then I'd go to, let's say, Super Value and walk around the shop and then I'd see all these other things that weren't on the list but were on the have to have. You
1: couldn't oh, yeah, resist.
5: And yeah, jelly was the other thing. You couldn't get it here.
1: I know, I know. So Oxtail, for Oxtail it, yeah. soup for somebody that's overseas is a must, you know. It really is. Yeah. But Tanora? Yeah.
5: Oh, when possible. But I used to find it difficult to get uh, the small bottles because I would never have had enough room to take, you know, the mega size bottles. Were you
1: ever stopped? Ryanair right notorious for stopping people with overweight luggage and charging them. Did you manage to avoid all of that?
5: once I got stopped yeah and I had to pay but I didn't mind but I was super careful when flying Ryanair but recent years I fly mainly Finnair or SAS
6: what'll Christmas be like there for
1: you I mean do you have turkey ham all of the trimmings probably oxtail Um, soup to start what's that Christmas day like
5: (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah you can nowadays get turkey but at the beginning you couldn't You couldn't even buy ham when I came. Oh, not sorry, not ham. Um, Lamb, lamb didn't exist in Finland basically when I came first.
1: Diet is very different, I'd say, is it? The food's different, I'd imagine. Yeah, it
5: is. Yeah, their ham um, is—it's more like pork.
1: Would you be more likely to see reindeer steaks? Is it or what?
5: uh, Elk and um, deer. Uh, We used to eat, or we do eat a lot of that still.
1: Yeah, but it'll be turkey. um, Will it be turkey on Christmas Day?
5: I don't think I'll do turkey this year because I find, yeah, I find that I love turkey on the day, but I'm not, and I'll eat it in a sandwich the next day with (laughs) my Branston pickles. (laughs) But after that, I've like had enough of turkey. So, I think I might skip on the. Yeah, yeah. You have turkey. You have turkey
1: turkey sandwiches. You have turkey curry. (laughs) You have Uh, turkey pie. I did that last
5: year.
7: Uh, Yeah, Yeah, get rid of the thing.
1: Well, listen, um, uh, listen, I I want you before we go to say something, you know, and give a greeting to us in Finnish, if you don't mind. Uh, What do you miss from home, incidentally, besides all of that rattle of food that we went
3: through? Uh,
5: (laughs) The friendliness of people because Finns are very reserved. Are I they? I never talk to you. Oh, they are wicked, yeah.
1: yeah. Wicked? As so in like they, they, they're, if they're, he, they don't have the chats, no?
5: No, and because I've been teaching here for so long, the thing they fear the most is small talk. They don't do small talk.
1: Why, Veronica? <laughs> what, what's the problem?
5: Uh, I think they have the idea that unless you have something important to say... <laughs> Say nothing.
1: Yeah. Get on a plane, so, I mean, girl. Come home.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Even though I've been listening now and hearing that to buy property or even to rent property well, is mental, like yeah, impossible. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but maybe oh,
8: things will
2: change. You know, yeah. that's where your home oh, but is I, now.
5: Yeah. I I was going to tell you the story about Tanora if you have time. Go ahead. So when I when I went to Dublin Airport um, and put the bag up. The girl went, oops. And I said, what? She said, you're way overweight. This was on a thin air flight. And I said, am I? I weighed it at home and it, it seemed fine. She said, no, you're over 25 kilos. And I said, oh, sugar. And she said, you'll have to take something out. So I carefully opened the bag a little bit. And I found one of my winter boots, so I took that out and was wondering where on earth am I going to put that now, around my neck probably, because I had no space in my hand luggage either. So um, I was rooting for the second boot, couldn't find it, and I took out my small bottle of Tanora and put that next to the suitcase, and she said, oh! Tanora, I love Tanora. Oh my God, and you can't get it here. And she was going on and on. We were talking about, yeah, it's ridiculous that Tanora doesn't travel outside Cork. And, um,
1: we kind of like it that way. Back. Anyway.
5: Yeah. I said, I'm taking it back to my son because at the first taste, he fell in love with Tanora. So um, then I said, I can't find that other boot. And she said, you know what? One way I'll put it through the Tanora <laughs> the Tanora yeah, got you. <laughs> it did if only I had two bottles I would have gladly given her alright so but the Tanora my son,
9: I, give I know away. sure I
1: know the Tanora saved the day well listen it's I lovely see, chatting me, with you me. and I think it's lovely for you yeah, to, you to you chat because nobody else will chat to you <laughs>
5: <laughs> Indeed, yeah. So I'm glad that I had I'm the chance to silent times. <laughs> yeah, right. So you wanted a greeting in A, g- a, a
1: hello to everybody okay. at home and a greeting in Finnish and I'll let you get back to your day.
5: Okay, so the greeting in Finnish is on So it's Happy Christmas and Happy New Year.
1: Well said, Veronica. And I suppose a big <laughs> shout out to all the family back here in Cork
5: absolutely everybody and especially to Susan my cousin she's she's my son's godmother and she's absolutely wonderful and you sound to wonderful finance. too it's
1: lovely chatting with you I'm so delighted we yeah,
5: got to and hook
8: up i you too Look I after love yourself. your show thank you so yeah. much happy Christmas, care, Veronica. happy Christmas happy yeah. Christmas mind yourself okay, all
1: please. the best just a fast yeah. one lads if you don't mind just across the pond not west of the pond east of the pond Over, well it's not necessarily over uh, to England but Bernie McNamara wants to. she's down in Middleton originally from Glanton, wants to tell me about her brother Declan he's a hard working guy Declan is Bernie good morning
10: Good morning, Neil. I feel I know you. I know you don't know me, but I feel I know (laughs) you very well. I hope so. Thank
1: you for listening. I hope so. I'm well, thank you, and happy Christmas. Declan's gone about 20 years now, but he's never lost his love of Cork and Irishness. He hasn't.
11: Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely.
10: Yeah, he's he's still a Cork man, you know. He's been over there now since about 1994. I know, yeah. What's he do do there? I mean,
1: he's working two jobs out here, isn't he?
10: He is, he's a a horticulturist by trade and he works for the council during the day so he gets up at 5, he cycles to work so he gets there at 6, then he works all day for them.
1: And that's hard work, isn't it? Hard outdoor, laborious physical work.
10: Yeah, that's, it's hard graft, you know, all day. Uh, I think he's feeling it now in his hands, to be honest but then he finishes that job and then he cycles... To Royal Mail, and he works in Royal Mail from six till about half ten, and then he cycles home, and he gets home at about eleven.
1: No, no, but seriously though, that that's getting up early in the morning, working nine yeah. to five is hard to Getting yeah. no time to himself because he's got a six o'clock shift with the Royal Mail to half past ten, so he's yeah. probably not home until close to to midnight. Kind eleven. Of yeah, eleven. Yeah, yeah,
10: you, yeah. You do you yeah.
1: worry about that?
10: All the time. Yeah, all the time. Really, because. That's heart attack material, you know, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. really tough. Because, for instance, now I said to him, oh, I, I, I think I might have won you a paddy box, you know. And I said, you, you might get a phone call, you know, from red fair." But he goes, when am I going to answer it? Imagine that.
1: When am I going to answer it is right. Like, Absolutely. When am I
10: going to answer it?
1: Yeah, and, and he just that's hasn't that's got any time in the day. It. And, and is, he, yeah. is he family out there or what?
10: No, imagine that, where my brother is still in, in um, So there's just really the three of us. You Why know? does he do
1: it, I wonder, work all those hours?
10: Um, he never had to take a second job, Neil, until this year. Right. In all the years he's been over there.
12: It's that always bad? Always
10: had one job. But you see, England always going through the same as if not worse, than what we're going through. Yeah, yeah. So Brexit, you
1: know, Brexit was a disaster for them. Like, disaster. They might not I mean, admit the people, it. Like,
10: the people now who voted for that are regretting that. Do you know what I mean? It, I do. It's a, it's a total disaster. So, And they're feeling it. And I'd love if he came home, to be honest with you. I'd really love if he came home. Like I was listening but, you know, this
1: morning. I, I was listening this morning. And there was a... I was listening to the BBC much earlier this morning. There was a nurse on... It was two small children, a nurse saving lives, helping sick people, and picking up food parcels at the weekend to feed her children.
10: Right, like I mean, it's,
1: it's bad here as well. Don't get me wrong, yeah, but yeah. so he's working out of economic necessity, two jobs.
10: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know there's there's no choice now. Like you know, it's just so tough, and like he'd come back, except you know it, it's tough here now with rental and. I know it. You know, so... And mam passed away, did she,
1: fire. about 13 years ago, did she? She,
10: she did. She was she a big did. listener My to this mother. program too, oh, wasn't she? Oh, she... Oh, listen only for Neil Prendival I wouldn't know what's going on you know that's what she used to say to me all the time like so you know we'd get up there like if we did a day off like we'd be listening to Neil Prendival in the bar I I'm, te- I'm, I know you inside and out
8: Neil Prendival I'm telling it out yeah I've been around a long
1: time alright Bernie I've been around a long time well listen would you please tell Declan That already as we speak, the hamper box from paddybox.com is on the way to him. And he's to take some time out to enjoy it and enjoy a bit of a taste at home with love from you and the rest of the family. Make sure he knows that.
10: Absolutely. And I'm so grateful. And he'll be so grateful. Thank you very much. Thank you you very much. For everything you do in your team are lovely as well. Bernie, Thanks, happy anyway.
1: Christmas to all of you. Lovely chatting with you and give a big, um, you, I you. suppose, virtual hug to Declan in England and I tell will. him, for God's sake, to mind himself, will you?
10: I will. Thank you, Neil. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Bye. Merry Christmas, Bernie. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.
2: This is the Neil Prenderville Show. Text and WhatsApp 086-8104-106. Gorg's Red FM. Now, we didn't have a giveaway on that Christmas
1: song, but there will be giveaways across the morning for other Christmas songs, including a 200 euro voucher from Michelle, the jewellers, Patrick Street celebrating 60 years in business in Cork this year. So happy anniversary, guys. I don't know what that is with regards to Precious Stones, the 60th anniversary, but I'm sure somebody will tell me. But we have 200 euro vouchers every day this week. And today is the final one. You can spend it on yourself for a loved one, whatever the case may be. And all you got to do is listen out for a Christmas song. Be call a 9 on 0818 104 106. But it is a free food Friday as well. And there'll be some serious feeding in what we're going to give you from Roosters, Piri Piri, Douglas and Blackpool Retail Park. So, it'll feed at least 15 of you, perhaps upwards of 20. It includes chicken wings, chicken skewers and beef skewers, a selection of mains, the chicken wraps, the chicken pittas, and the delicious beef burgers. They're doing an incredible burger. I and mean, you got the uh, all basted in the famous uh, Piri Piri sauce. And then for sides, Piri salted fries, rice. And waffle fries and then the peri mayo and the garlic mayo and the garlic peri. But the one interesting thing is you get dessert as well. So you get a massive big cheesecake and loads of toppings. And you can design your own topping uh, top for the cheesecake on your own slice. So all that between now and midday. So text who you are and where you are to oh eight six eight one zero four one zero six, And we'll start those shout outs in about 20 minutes time there, thereabouts. We'll pick a winner around about 10 minutes to midday. So text who you are and where you are to 86 104, 106, and we'll pick a winner later on this morning. All that and lots more besides. Back after 10.
2: Call the Neil Prenderville Show now. 0818 104 106. Red FM. Just jumping back in, a couple of texts this
1: side of 10, otherwise things will get away from me. got a lovely text in from Nathan Cassidy. He said, Would you mind mentioning that the Everyman Theatre will do a touch tour and audio described panto for the visually impaired on Thursday the 29th of December at half past one with the touch tour At 12.15. Now, let me explain that. Nathan says, I'm the bar manager in the Everyman and my son was born with albinism uh, and is partly sighted. This is our first time to do it and we just love to reach out to as many people with low vision Reach out to as many people as possible with low vision or children with low vision, possibly who may enjoy a different experience to the traditional panto. Now, the panto at the Everyman this year is Cinderella. And Nathan just asked me to pass that on. So if you think that might suit, then you could book for the visually impaired, the panto, the touch tour before it. And the audio described Panto, I think it's fabulous. It's just, everything is becoming so inclusive and that's wonderful. So that's for Thursday, December, 29th of December at one thirty. That's the one you need to book and you get further details online or indeed from the Everyman. Thank you, Nathan. Happy Christmas to all of the Everyman, all of the staff there, all of the volunteers and the entire Panto crew, Catherine and Ted and all of the gang. Morning, just texting you from the train to Dublin. We've just passed Charleville. God love us. There are calves completely frozen, hidden under trees with ice and frost on their coats. Is this actually allowed? It sounds awfully cruel to me. It sounds awfully cruel. Don't know if they've been there overnight, but mother of God, temperatures would have been very very low so if you're asking me if it's legal or allowed I don't know but it sounds cruel Texter says I thought all animals had to be protected during this cold spell I personally think it's animal cruelty um, please give a shout out to your listeners and ask them to keep their animals in if it's too cold outside for us it's too cool cold for them we need to be the voice for the voiceless um, thanks for that listen that's a very good word of warning uh, I know that dogs actually suffer very badly in the cold because of their pads my daughter calls them splutes. It's a beautiful word, isn't it? Splute, the underside of their foot, which is the, the pads. And they get very, very cold very fast. Uh, I was out by the lock this morning. It's not totally frozen yet. There's still a bit of it unfrozen. But I would say it is very thin altogether. Uh, very sad to see no lights lit up on the crib. So thank you for that. Listen, it's nice to look at but don't go on it. City Council should be breaking the ice around the edge of the lock and indeed the Atlantic Pond like they do in other places for safety reasons and to let animals get to the water. Yeah, and perhaps they will. But thank you for those texts. Keep them coming. Text 0868 104 106. I'm Rory.
11: And I'm Valerie. And you can join
0: us for the very best in local, national and international sport every weekend on the Big Red
9: Bench. That's the Big Red Bench. Every Saturday and Sunday from 6 on Cork's Red FM.
2: Get it off your chest. Text The Neil Brindaville Show now. 086-8104-106. Red FM. Okay, back to stories involving
1: people in their homes where they are either burgled or they have con men or women or people doing jobs that are crap jobs and charging huge money for it or taking advantage of the elderly, particularly at home, the senior citizens amongst us who unfortunately keep cash. None of those, but a related story nonetheless. Des is in McCroom, joins me on Line 1. Des good morning. Morning,
12: morning Neil.
1: Uh, I have heard of this in the past, particularly in rural areas where they literally rob the heating oil out of the tank. Is that what happened, Des?
12: That's right. Yeah, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. okay.
1: So how? Tell it. I'll, I'll, I'll come back to how they do it and you know how they get it out. But how much oil and when did it happen? Do you know?
12: Um, happened Tuesday. Tuesday morning. Um, I just went to the Titus and. My daughter, you know, as all kids, they love snow. She said, Dad, look out the window sometime in the morning and see if it's snowing. And tell me in the morning when I get up and I yeah. said, fine. Yeah. So anyway, I went to the toilet and I looked out the window and I just spotted a van just going out. I just took no notice. Going out of where? Out of the driveway. You know, it's, it's it's a, it's a big, long driveway, but I just spotted them in my car in the eye, you know? What time? Uh, about four o'clock in the morning, you know, F- day night. Four, yeah. You know. Right. And uh, I took no notice. And then I was emptying the stove. And I kind of looked at the corner and we have some bags of rubbish going to the, the bin, you know. Yeah. And uh, they were like moved. And I said, what's happening here? So I really didn't kind of took any notice because there is foxes around you know yeah and they go at the yeah. bags of course they would yeah. they go at the bags yeah you know but there's there's not really much inside the bags but anyway I went around to the back then and I have a ladder and the ladder was moved and I said right there's something going on here now Oxes didn't move but the I ladder did,
1: yeah.
12: yeah they moved the ladder yeah and I just put my opened the lid where the oil is and I looked in and it was just going dry nothing how, how full had it been I, it was it was fairly full, you no. Know? I mean, it was up to the top because see, we have a plan, right? Here and what we do is we have two drums and we fill them up in the summer. So when the tank is full, we don't have to buy any more. Like you could buy twenty euros, thirty euros full of heating oil, and okay. I throw in the oil into the tank and then. Build it up that way, you Okay,
1: it's a smart economical way of doing it. Topping it up along so that by the time you get yeah. to
12: winter, it's full. It's full. Right? So, so what are we talking then, about?
1: The lads here said about €600 Euro to fill about, it.
12: About, kind of. about €600, Euros, I reckon, yeah. Because, see, as you know, the prices of the oil went mad. Mad, yeah. You know? So I just kept on topping it up because you don't want to be cold in the winter oh my god oh my god so that was was the plan anyway and uh, it's gone (laughs) you know okay
1: do you you just curious do you have cameras or anything on your driveway or anything like that
12: I have four cameras but unfortunately um, they weren't working I know I knew about it but I didn't get around to it bummer you know so this van now
1: right this van came in when everyone's asleep in the darkest yeah. time, four a.m., right, yes. when everything is quiet and there's no one around, and you heard absolutely nothing, what? How do they do it? What, what they must have. They so they must, got this big yeah. van, and, and what's in the van then? A big, huge tank in the back of the van,
12: or what? Yeah, yeah. There's a big. Must be a big tank inside in the, in the back. Usually they're plastic with metal going round to protect them. You know. Yeah. And they must have got a like, a twelve volt. You can get these pumps. You can get them in little. Some things are there, and they're twelve volts. And you just suck the oil out, or connect it to your car battery and suck, or even get a small motor and or pump hand pump and just pump the oil out and pump it into the tank.
1: And I is it very that. quiet? Like, you know, I, I I would have thought a generator that would be loud, but you're saying it's very small and very quiet. And
12: yeah, yeah, very
1: quiet. And how long but would it take a little piece of kit like that to empty a tank of 600 euro worth of heating oil?
12: Uh, I reckon it's about a good half an hour. And they brazen it out for the half hour then? Oh, of course, yeah, I mean... I mean, full tank of oil, you know, Bob's your uncle.
1: Okay, so they're off then with the with the, with the the tank of oil in the back of the van. What do they do with it?
12: Well, your guess is better than mine. One, they could keep it for themselves. Or two, they sell it on. But who,
1: I mean, would they go door-to-door selling heating oil or, or I, what? I, or they I, know I somebody know. somewhere that would take it off them, someone on the black market maybe? Probably,
12: yeah. I mean, your guess is better than mine. Okay.
1: No, and I know that. I hope there are people listening that would be able to pick up on this. Um, and did you report it?
12: I did. Uh, the guards, Sergeant room, they had a file out, and the guards came up, and um, there was there's a file and all um, made out in the, the barracks. And did they say
1: and that it's happening often?
12: He said I was I was the first. Okay, because I have heard of this in the past. Oh yeah, yeah, I mean, like there's people who said to me, did you have a lock, did you have a lock? I mean, even if I didn't have a lock, did drill a hole, because it's only plastic, you know, and put the pipe down. So it doesn't, even if I had a lock, just drill a hole and put the pipe down, yeah. they'll suck it out.
1: Yeah, usually, usually it's just one of those little bit of uh, cotter pins that people, that's what people use, and you just pop that yeah. off. But can you get a lock
12: for the top of it, like actually for oil tanks? Oh, you can, yeah, but it's basically impossible because you just get a, uh, a drill and a roundy piece, you know, like kind of a big cutter. That's not going to stop them, yeah. They'll just put a hole in uh, it anyway. And, just pop, and then pop the hose in and then suck it out. Uh, so, what so have you uh,
1: been doing since. When was this? This was Tuesday night. Like, did you have to. Tuesday, d- yeah. Did you have money to get another
12: fill or to replace the oil or something? Oh, what? Jesus, no. No, it's, it's Christmas, Neil, and, you know. We had it all, topped, out. You know that we have the oil, and then whatever money we have, we can spend it on a small one. Now, even a small one. No, that at the moment she's sleeping inside the kitchen, where the, where the stove is, because the house is just too cold. There's n- there's no heating. We have no oil. We can't heat up the house.
1: What are you using? Yep. Is it logs or something? Blocks or burning timber or what?
12: Um, no. I got two bags of coal and we're burning the coal. You now, like, the fire's on since 8 o'clock. No, yeah, 8 o'clock this morning and it'll probably be unknown until about 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock tonight.
1: Did the guards mm-hmm. hold out any hope in that regard? Do you think... Uh, I mean
12: no, they just, they just said, look, we have a file made and they're going to send me out a letter. And
1: Why'd they pick your house, I wonder? I mean, like... like I don't a, So know. sometimes I hear yeah. that they, they follow oil tankers and they spot the house and they know then that there's a fill and that night yeah. they'll go in, you know, but in your case well, there must have been just a randomer, was it?
12: I just, yeah, I mean, I'm up here up a hill and when it gets dark, here, it gets dark. You won't, you can't see your, your hand to your elbow, you know, it is pitch. Black it's so easy
1: for them, but it's just the level of cruelty. I mean you know a lot of thieves and burglars they, they just don't care about people or the consequences of their actions, but that is the no. cruelest of the cruel, isn't it yeah
12: you know that is that is I mean like trying to get presents, no for a small one, you know, and trying to get organised some food you no know, for for Christmas and presents and you know that's the plan we had. We get the oil, we be sorted for the winter. Oh for God's sake. And then we can sort things out then ourselves, you know, to get this or that, you know?
1: Yeah. It's that tight like in the house. It's that tight for money. You have to you have to plan everything, you have to economise for everything. When will you be able to get a fill? I mean you know, like do you think that oh, it'll be a
12: while? No not not a hope. Not a hope. You know? It's very no, upsetting, isn't mean,
1: it, Christmas week?
12: Lot Christmas lot week. Me. I mean, like, we had it all planned out. Like, you know, the wife and myself, like, we go down, we get some oil, or we're in Cork, up in Bandon Road, there. there's a place, Um, I, I can't remember the name Yeah, yeah, of it. yeah. and uh, you get oil there, or down um, clown Road, there's another place down there, we get oil down there, and we just top it up every week, you know, 20, or you know, but it all adds up. That's heartbreaking, man. you know. Were you going know? well, to be
1: doing a bit of a. Like, have, you, have your money set aside for a bit of a shop then, for the food and a couple of prezzies and stuff next week, or what?
12: Well, see, the money, you know, we had set aside, it's food or cold. Yeah. Cold yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I always have a pretty good idea what I'm going to do and what to spend the money on, you know? But I'm just. I just don't know where.
1: What to do, you know, just. I wonder if other people on. have gone through an experience like that where the oil from their tanks in the dead of winter has been taken out by thieves with vans and tanks in the back of the vans. Uh, I, I mean, I, stay away from the big bags of coal. They're going to cost you 85 euro for the two bags of coal, whereas maybe the 20
12: bag is. or the 20 bag. The 20 bag is like 17,
1: 18, I know, oh. yeah. No one will deliver 50 or 60 euro worth of oil, so they won't.
12: You can't get it, you know. You can't get. It. I remember uh, was it was three or four years ago. You get um, two two hundred and fifty euros worth. No, they want three hundred and fifty euros. There's worth. a
1: minimum. There is. You're right. There's yeah. a minimum. There is. Yeah, okay.
12: yeah, yeah. Listen, no,
1: I, 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 it's I tragic know. what happened, and the cruelty of it is just off the charts. That people are doing that to to families yeah. with children, particularly at this time of the year. Any time of the year, but you know, people who are budgeting for Christmas. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I'm glad that you share the story so that people are on alert. But for it's you, awkward. you're left in no, yeah. a fairly tough predicament. I'll tell you what I, I, tell you what I do have. And, and this is just as a, as a by the way. I have some vouchers for super value. Um, and uh, I, I, can't give, I can't give much, but I could certainly give you maybe 50 or 100 bucks towards maybe uh, buying a, some of the groceries or buying oh, a bit brilliant. of food or some presents. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I think you need it, really. I think you do. Sounds oh. to me as if you've got a bad cold as well from living
12: in the cold. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've called there for the last two weeks, and All I right. just can't shake it, you know. I know I know, the, I know, I know. The top of the stove, I'd actually called flu flue or something like that, it's cast iron. There was a hole in that, so about two weeks ago, about a week, sorry, yeah, but last week or the week before, I ordered another one, and that came... <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, you're that shagged. came Monday yeah, yeah. that came Monday and I popped it on and I said alright at least the heat now won't go up the oh, listen, imp- it would be impossible
1: yeah. to live in a house without heat, I don't know how you're going to get around that I really and truly um, don't so no, I don't uh, know. but yeah. if, if you have some money free up some money, I don't know what you're going to do man I really don't uh, and <laughs> my, my limited resources don't speak to to oil, but, but certainly for a bit of food I can organise that and get a postal address from you at least that'll be some consolation because I have a fund given to me by uh, Bobby and the gang from Secrets for people that would be in need this Christmas time and I think you're right up there, alright Des?
12: Oh lovely, I really do appreciate I that I r- know, so you much do. for
1: you as your yeah. wife and the child so listen, um, at least that'll help in some way, I'm slow to say happy Christmas but I hope things improve for you Yeah, well Roll on next year. And all that, okay, know. does look after yourself. But he sounds bass. He sounds cold, and he sounds worn out. Brian, good morning.
9: morning how have, are you? Have you heard
1: of this happening?
9: I have indeed. I have indeed. Uh, well, I well, not want to sound so happy about it. But I was um, I'm based in West Cork. I'm an electrician there around the West Cork area. And about, I'd say about ten years ago, um, uh, there was an extension to a school, country school in West Cork, and uh, that I was involved with. Yeah. And we got uh, the, the plumber put up a new heating system inside in the school, oil oil filled um, heating system, and uh, set it all up. Perfect job. Left, handed over, and uh, the following day I got a phone call from the principal in the morning. Said the heating wasn't working. So next said, morning, oh. that is, of course. Next morning, yeah. the very next morning, uh, I said okay. So off I struck up to the school and. Um, electric, electric fleet was all perfect but I said mm, someone uh, it must be a plumbing issue so so I checked out some of that stuff with uh, my limited knowledge of plumbing yeah
1: sometimes it could but be the, an air blo- block or something like
9: that yeah. yeah yeah but I went out to the tank and lo and behold the tank drained empty and where it was was you'd have to open two or three gates in the school to drive around the school yard excuse me into the back of the school and it was hidden the tank was hidden away so someone had to, and they had got to fill the the previous day so someone had to know about it this is this the, isn't like a smash
1: and grab like this takes time it's very brazen isn't it
9: oh it is very brazen and i know i was listening to you there uh, talking about putting locks in it, putting locks on your oil but that doesn't deter the meter if you do put a lock in it you can just get a, a these guys will just get a, a battery drill with a hole saw and drill into the top of the tank, and that's your tank room as well, so that's another 400 euros. plus oh, fair of course but, you it know? is. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And also, I don't know whether there would be sparks or anything with drills, but you could have an no, explosion there, no? Not,
9: no, not with the
1: kerosene. Um, okay, oh,
9: okay. It's, it's Okay, I'm
1: seeing other texts actually from people saying, them, I have a text I'll read on in a minute where it's happened to them twice, and again, it's always rural areas out in the country, dark nights, no lights, cover of darkness is a great thing for them.
9: Yeah, I've, I, I, I've come across a number of people now who've changed their tanks from outside and put them, we'll say, in their garages or built a, sh- built a shed around them or something just to, you know. There's money to be made in robbing people's oh, it's oil. A, it's and a valuable it's a valuable commodity these days. So it is. And finally, were they ever caught, Brian, for robbing the oil in the school? No, no, no. no, no because as, as you said, smash and grab, you know, half an hour, even less than that with a, with a fast pump.
1: And do we know what they do with that oil? Then, without wanting to sound stupid, what what do they do with it?
9: Not at all. But there must there must be a market for it somewhere. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You
9: know, there has to be a market for it somewhere. Otherwise, they do, they wouldn't sell us. All right, my man. Appreciate that. Okay.
1: Thanks, Brian. Happy weekend and uh, happy Christmas. Text eight six eight one zero four one zero six if you have stories like
2: that to share. Hold on
1: there, Chris. I'll get to you after the break. <laughs>
2: Talk to Neil Prenderville now, 0818-104-106, Cork's Red
1: FM. And just very quickly, from oil tanks and oil heating to pay-as-you-go meters, we spoke about this a lot during the week um, because some are suggesting that the meter is far more expensive um, to run and to maintain and to pay than it would be to have a contract, and Chris is an example of that. He's trying to get rid of the meter. Chris, good morning. Hey. I know. I I know I've I've got your email on and I won't go into all of the back and forths because I wouldn't have time, yeah. but I but I know that you've been sending emails to FlowGas, you've been on the phone to them, you've been on to you've been bounced around to lots of different departments, put on hold, asked for more detail. You've done everything they asked, but you still, even though this started on the thirteenth of November, you still haven't got off the pay as you go system, no? No. Um and
6: I Emailed them on the 9th, I got totally ticked off, and I told them if they didn't get back to me by Monday, I'd go public with it. So Monday came came and went, did it? Monday came and and I rang them back, and the guy I spoke to taught me that he'd send it straight through to sales and get on to me by the end of the day, and I said fine, Um, and still to this day heard nothing. All right, And and why do you want to get rid of it? Because it's far more expensive to have, then the pay as you go. I've had the meter now for a few years, um, but you, you don't, I wouldn't use it during the year cause it's only around the same year that I use it. And I, I've put in 60 quid in the last three days. On Wednesday, I used the 20 euros credit. Yeah. Then the following day, I went to town, I got 20 euros, came back, put it back into it, I took some of it out for the, for the, the credit I used. Yeah. And... What was there was used that night. Nice. It's it's basically costing me nearly three euros an hour. But then I think you're paying interest on top of the twenty euros credit because when they take it, they take it and they take more.
1: Um, so every time you put twenty or forty or into it, like it's never it's never forty euro worth of power or anything because you have VAT on it and you have all the different charges as well.
6: You do, and I, I I'm not sure are we paying rent for the meter as well because. It is. It is. When it's. It's been. I worked it out at nearly three euros per hour. Now, since I've requested to take it out, I've gotten two letters off them, undated, of course. The first one was letting me know that the as a long-term customer, I, I would be, I would benefit more from a contract. All
1: right, which, which is what point, you
6: wanted. Meter, which yeah. is what I want, but not with them because I, I would. I'd rather go with um, Board Gosh and have a dual fuel because they don't, I don't think slow gas does electricity.
1: Right, so you want um, not just to get rid of the meter, you want to change suppliers.
6: I want to change suppliers because three months ago when I went to take it out initially, they told me to cost 200 euros and that was fine. I said it would take me a couple of weeks to get that together right. But in the meantime, I got a letter telling me a government decision was made and there was no longer a charge for removing the meter. It could be removed for free. That's when I wrote to him and told him I wanted to take a note. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And, and nothing's yeah. been happening. Nothing's been and happening in spite of no, all.
6: Nothing's been happening since. Like, And I'm, I'm, I'm throwing money into this thing and I only, I only use it when my grandchild is here. She's 18 months. So she stays here for a few days a week. I use the heating. When she's not here, but so why, there's no heating. Why don't you, so are you in the cold then when you're alone? Oh, yeah. Naturally, because I can't. I mean, I 60 hours 60 this week. No, I went out this morning and And part of that sixty euros is I use the twenty euros credit again, so I'll have to go out to town today, get twenty euros, come back and shove that into it um but that's that's sixty euros in in, in three days like and, and what, what what, you, what are you what are you turning on? on what would it be what would it be what would it be, what would it be used heat, for well, it's just heating the rights it it, it it heats the rods and it heats the water
1: right
6: and um I'd I have it on for I put it on for about two or three hours. It heats up the house, then I turn it off and the house is now on for, for another couple of hours. When I'm on my own, I don't really care. You know, I don't mind the cold. Um Don't you really though? I mean do you
1: like what do you what do you do? You put on extra Sometimes
6: clothes? It, sometimes it can get fairly bitter, all right, but um you, know, you get used to it. I don't mind it, um, but it's when it's trying to see, or I'll put on the heating.
1: But early, then, early in the morning, it's very, very cold. At night, when it gets dark, it's very, very yeah. cold. Like, how, like, how do you function? Do you drink lots of tea, or what do you do?
6: Well, yeah, I drink fair amounts of cups of tea, all right. Um, but other than that, I just, I just live with it. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I'm kind of used to it. Um, it, it doesn't really, the coal doesn't really bother me all that much.
1: Yeah, because yours not the first time somebody's got in touch with me over the last week or so saying that the meter is far more expensive
6: what than the yeah, contract. No, but, I mean, Bord Gosh, three months ago, offered me a, a contract for dual fuel for the both the, the electric and the gas. And it was cheaper than what it would cost me to put money into the pay you as you go a meter for the year.
1: So why don't you get switcher to do it for you? Get it done automatically or you take the supplier out of the equation.
6: I can't. I when I got on to board gosh they told me I would have to get flow gas to take the meter out before they could um Give you a Bill Pay, yeah. Give me give me give me the contract for a uh, Bill Pay. Okay, and why do you think they're stalling? It's five weeks um, now.
1: Is it because it's Christmas every they're, they're probably
6: hoping that I'll take over the contract with them because Initially, when I, when I, after I emailed them the customer service email, but you never get a response from, I, I rang them a few days later and it, they called me, they, they didn't get it, they'd go looking for it, they couldn't find it, but the person I spoke to told me, you have to get on to sales, you have to, they will want you to set up a direct debit and maybe take out a contract.
1: Yeah, that's, I said, that's so normal,
6: yeah. I, so I said, okay. I'm going to have to take out a contract, so before you remove it, she says, Yeah. And I said, What? And I lost it for her. And she says, Oh, no, 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 you can have take taken out if you want to. And well, I said, Take it out. Then I, e- I emailed. Very frustrating. The from yeah. sales. And um, I didn't give her my bank details. I, I just told her I wasn't setting up a direct debit. You just, just want the meter to, gone, yeah. The meter gone, end of. And after, we would talk about. Contract a, or anything, Yeah, or you don't have.
1: So you don't have a contract with the meter, do you? No. No. no, no. Okay. I didn't so have you a could,
6: contract with them anyway. Yeah. I, 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 never had a contract with suppliers. Um, it was just. uh that's it. In goes the
1: meter, issues. charge you for the meter, and you feed the meter, and away you go. Yeah, yeah.
6: yeah. But the meter, the meter is a, the meters are a ripoff.
1: Okay, I'd love to know the unit rate by meter and the unit rate for bill pay. Um, see if I can get that figure. gas will tell you not the same. Yeah, but if they were the because same, she,
6: she, then she said to me, I, "Yeah," she said to me on the phone. She said, um, "Well," she said. Um, you know, if you don't want to go to contract, you'll be paying the same as you are now with the meter. No, I said, I can't guarantee you, I promise you, I won't
1: be. Yeah, I know, I know. Because I mean, I people know, should, should be shopping are. around now anyway, and changing energy suppliers all of the time. You know, when you're out of contract, or when the contract is up, it might be a t- one-year or a two-year one. Oh, yeah. you, you'll, they'll offer you cheaper, but you'll get cheaper oh, again we? if you move and you switch. I wonder if other people are going through a similar scenario. It'd be worth if we banged off a fast um, email to Flowgas to see what they have to say on the matter. Is that alright with you
6: oh yeah, perfect fine I gave, I give we've them done it room already, I'm told actually that's just
1: we've been on to flow do gas want, and received you Just
12: to
6: get back from cosmo obviously anyway, we'll, we'll
1: see we'll see we'll see we'll see um, we'll see I'll get back to you let's see what happens. Let's see what happens, all right, Chris, appreciate it, my man. might be back to you, hopefully we will with some better news, Laura, good morning
0: hi, how are you
1: I'm good um very sorry for the predicament that you find yourself in. I was trying to work out the text, okay, that you sent okay. and you possibly sent it quite quickly so the, it, it doesn't make 100% sense to me but I know, that, I you're, I know just, that you're struggling so go ahead.
4: Yeah, I was just so nervous and yeah, I,
2: know.
4: I was worried and all this. Like, I'm a mother of 11 kids all together. 11? Eleven. I've, 11. I've 6 and um, they're from the age of 15 down to the age of 2 months. I uh, went up there two weeks ago to get my payment from the uh, from the post office, and was expecting my um, bonus, my bonus. Payment. yeah. And there was no payment, so I thought that it might be in the following week. But we went, I went into them and asked about the what you call it, the bonus, and I was told straight out that I am not entitled to it because my youngest three kids are by a different uh, person and I went on his claim and when I went on his claim they told us that we weren't on it long enough but I'm only like what I'm trying to figure out is I just went from one claim onto his claim And I'm still not entitled to
1: it. So your welfare payment to you was, what was that called? What payment was it?
4: I was on Lone Parent first. And then we went on to Job Seekers um, for him to claim for me and six kids, or five kids.
1: Okay, so did that make sense to move from Lone Parent to be a joint claim, do you think? Because well, I, I don't know. Why, yeah.
4: why we done that is because he, my uh, the, my partner at the time, him, uh, was in prison and when he got out he would nowhere to stay. So uh, me being the mother of his kids, I took him in. So what we uh, we said we do is we try and make a go of things yeah. for the kids' sake. Yeah. And that he'd claim for me and the kids, he can go out to work, I can stay at home and mind the kids like when we done that is because we didn't want to get rushed on where I live either
10: yeah
1: okay cuz you wouldn't I know what you're saying you wouldn't have been a lone parent and you didn't want no, that
4: to no I wouldn't just, yeah, yeah. like and yeah. you know and no I like, understand
1: no I understand but wouldn't can, people wouldn't people on job seekers get a double payment so wouldn't that be a double joint payment no
4: yeah but they they told him they sent him an email on Monday, just gone and said, um, you're not entitled to the bonus because you're not on it long enough. Now, I was talking to a girl in um, in town and she said she's only on it three months and she got her bonus.
1: And how long are you both making the same
4: claim under job seekers? Um, we're on it a, a good couple of months.
1: Longer than the other girls, three months, is it? Yeah,
4: longer than the other girls. Doesn't that like, sound very even, unfair? I don't even have a present got for my kids. I don't even have it up my Christmas tree because I'm that worried. I can't, like, I, I need to heat my house because I have a two-month-old son and I have uh, twins, 20 months old. I have to put food on the table. I'm not with the father of the kids. He don't live with me. Yeah, he gives me 30 euros a week because he's on the dole and he has to pay for his own rent. And and I won't
1: go into that in too much detail because of data issues, but uh, that's 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 an offset in that regard. He's he's struggling that you try to make a go of it. Things didn't work out. So you're left now and we're probably relying on the double payment. How much would that have been?
4: Uh, the double payment uh, just gone, or the double payment that's coming on Monday.
1: Well, if you add them all together, how much would it have been to you? Um, five
4: hundred and sixty.
1: That you hmm. won't get, and we're relying on.
4: Yeah, that's what I was relying on. Like,
1: yeah, yeah. And you d- know, do you mind I me asking? Have... I mean, you have an awful lot of children, Laura. It's a huge responsibility.
4: Yeah. My I God, know. so many. And it's the one Christmas that I'm. Not really organized. I'm usually organized, but I don't know. I just went into a dark corner. Oh, yeah, well, it's a lot of money thought. to be. Were you what? I had my own thoughts in my head. Like I just, like I just don't even want to go on anymore. I just, like for my own sake, I just don't.
1: And how are you doing? How are you doing? Have you much coming into the house? Because there's a lot no, of children there, which would apply. But
4: children, there are a lot of children's allowance, no? Two hundred and ninety-three euros. No? Two hundred and ninety-three euros. I have a week coming in. And children's allowance. And children's allowance, but I only get paid for five kids.
1: Right. Okay. Okay. All right. But that that, that would add to a significant amount. I, I mean,
4: if you're yeah, struggling, you're struggling. But like. If you if you think of it, like, I have kids, they're from 15 to, down to the age of two months, what they actually need is like, what well, we used to get years ago when I was living, do you know, like, they yeah, need new yeah. shoes, they, they need new clothes, like, I know people would say, oh, try pennies, try Michael Guiney's, whatever. But like there is a certain kid there that will not wear those brands. I know it's my fault for doing it, like but
1: no, they'll only, I only I, wear designer gear, is it?
4: No, not design I'm not saying designer gear, like but like they how would I say it, the knockoff.
1: The knock-offs, yeah. Well, I know the that there's pressure. Off. Kids are under pressure to look as good as their pals. I know that, and they don't want
4: to be mocked yeah. or bullied but, or, see, that's, or singled that's out. What I want for my kids is for not my for not my kids to be mocked
1: at. Oh, sure, I know, I know. But like, no. in spite of the fact that, because I'm I'm calculating about 1,900 coming in a month. Would it be right in that regard? You're still struggling. No,
4: That's it's less
1: than that. Is it okay? Yeah. No, I just looked at the. One forty a month for the children's allowance. That would be five kids, seven hundred. The two ninety three by four would be just under twelve hundred. Considered nineteen hundred.
4: No. oh does it? Yeah. I must have calculated it up. No, though. I mean oh. I could be
1: wrong. I'm just looking at your two ninety three four times, and I'm looking at the five kids at one forty a month. Maybe you don't get that much. I don't know, but if you're struggling, you're struggling. It seems but very. I unf- I'm, I'm, I'm.
4: I like Monday. I have a double week. And that's meant to do me for two weeks. But that won't actually do me for two weeks because I have to go get my kids their Christmas presents of out Because yeah. I have I have nothing. I've absolutely nothing. And I prefer to like get my kids sorted before I get anything else sorted.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. And what are you how how are you doing with regards to heat?
4: I put in thirty euros. He's there last week, and it's it's absolutely gone. I guess um, thirty euro before. wouldn't get you twenty four hours these days. No, it would. It done me two days by turning it on and off, on and off, on and off within those two days. Yeah, yeah. Have you so, got
1: on to Vincent de Paul or anything like that?
4: I did. I got on to them, and they said they give me a uh, something at the weekend, but nobody has come around. How, when were you on to them? I was on to them last week. Okay, you might
1: want to give them another shout. I know it's a busy time for them, but they're trying to get to everybody, you know?
4: I, 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 that's what I understand. And I, I was there thinking to myself that I'm after leaving it too late, that they mightn't be able to get to me. So I just have to do what I have to do with. Yeah, but, I know,
1: I know. No, I understand. I, I, I understand the predicament you find yourself in. Although I have to say, and getting an awful lot of texts from people. who are also doing the maths and working out why you would find yourself, you know, struggling as much with the, let's say, it's you know. eleven
4: kids. Eleven kids, like so
1: many children. My God, the responsibility of trying to rear and feed and clothe eleven children on my own. Eleven children. My God. On my own. I mean, did you ever think of the consequences of having eleven
12: children?
4: No, I like I never even thought of having my first child until I was twenty eight years of age, and bang on eighteen, I had her, and then I went on to have another few, and bang, I have eleven kids.
1: My God! And how's, how old is the oldest?
4: The oldest is twenty two.
1: Anybody working, bringing in a few
4: bob? Are they at home? No, they're not at home.
1: So there's nobody in the
4: house working? No. I'd love to be working, like...
1: You don't have time to work, rearing 11 children.
4: But if I got my kids into... If I got my three younger kids into crash, I'd be able to do a mor- morning job, like... Yeah, yeah, I know, I
8: know that would no, be I'd some
4: serious like
1: how many are actually in the house if the oldest isn't six so the six six and where are all the others they're out with their partners okay all right so it's six that's in the house and six to feed plus just plus yourself
4: yeah yeah but like my other five kids they might come one day they'd have, I'd make sure they have dinner Or they might call down with their partners and make sure they have dinner. Make sure that they do actually go out of my house with a dinner in their belly. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, Why, are they they struggling as well? They can't help you, no, and you can't help them.
4: No, what I told them to do uh, for Christmas is to pick one child each and make sure that the one present that they're getting them is a pyjama.
1: So but you, yeah, okay. But last month you would have got a double children's allowance, wouldn't you? Yeah, and then I would have. November, so would be November and December would have been doubled by five. So, do you see? Do you see why people are saying that the, the numbers don't add up? You know.
4: Yeah, but like it's what you have to pay out uh, in the children's allowance, like uh, shopping. Like my shopping isn't like 50 euros or 70 euros or 100 euros. My shopping nearly comes to nearly 250.
1: I know it and that's the life you have to I mean you have to deal with that but believe me when I tell you people are saying that's the consequence of having 11 children. Is that hurtful when you hear something like that?
4: It is hurtful like but I don't know why I have I had 11 kids because maybe I know. I I Who never knows? felt the love that I had. It's and a big responsibility, um, you know. I just went on to have kids, and I'm trying to do the best for my I know, kids.
1: I know. Yeah. You know. It's hurtful when people are critical, and unfortunately, a, a lot are. It you is. know. You know. A lot are. It they're saying things like, like
4: that. It's grand for people that are out working, have cars, have the life of luxury. But people like us that are struggling, it's awful. Like, It's awful what the government are doing
1: to us. I know, but I'm just looking at them here and they're saying, yeah, but if people are already struggling and they know that they're struggling and they know that things are tight and economically it's hard don't continue to have so many children that just makes it worse and harder on everybody. That's that's how I'd sum up a lot of the text here. I won't upset you by reading them though because uh, you know they would be yeah. kind of saying no, listen, I don't buy this, I don't buy this, you know.
4: Well, if they were in my shoes yeah. and they were in that situation, what way would they feel?
1: Let's let's find out. Let's find out. I'm, yeah. getting an, I'm just getting a A pharaoh backlash saying, "You know, I don't mean to be nasty, but what in the name of God would someone would have eleven kids that you can't afford? FFS, for feck's sake." Um, Other people say you take calls like these on the air, and you're just being taken for a ride. Why isn't there more sympathy?
4: Maybe they mightn't have kids.
1: Yeah.
4: Maybe they're not going through the poverty that we're going through What the government are going through? Maybe they have a job. Have you a high rent? Uh, my no, no. My rent is grand. My rent is to be taken out of my my weekly money.
1: Okay, okay.
4: So I don't have to worry about that because that's always paid.
1: That's paid. So that would be like a council house. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. and was last year was last year as bad as this year or is this particular No,
4: this just this year. Just this year. I'm always all uh, like I'm usually organized with stuff, but I just kinda went down around yeah. like I just went into my own self. I know, I know. Oh I, I know, I know. You know, and I felt the pressure of being
1: Hang in, hang in there a second. I may, that line might have dropped. Lisa, good morning.
4: Hey, good morning, Lisa. I think
1: our line might have dropped out. What, what are your thoughts?
13: I, I Listen, I've been listening to the show all week and, and there's some very sad stories coming in and, and people absolutely struggling and I've nothing but empathy. I was there myself many years ago and I can appreciate what, how it is to struggle. But I don't think that anybody is recognising, and, and even that last lady said, if you have a car, you have a life of luxury. And it's awful what the government are doing to, to people on, on social welfare.
1: I don't know. I know that, <laughs> and I don't mean to make her predicament any worse because she sounds very down and depressed. And I have to take people at yeah, face value. But they are the backlash. The amount of people texting here have said not backlash,
13: Neil. But you have to recognise. Well, what I would say is this is this is total crap. Like to be honest, people that are working are struggling. This has to be recognised. This isn't an us versus them. This isn't, uh, like, because I'm on the dole, I get double payments and everything. The working person is suffering here in this country at the moment yeah, as well.
2: I'll
1: acknowledge that. We all
13: day. have our bills, you know. If you're on thirty-five, thirty-six thousand, 36,000, which is maybe... A slightly generous wage, I shall we say? A,
1: I think it's a crap know? wage, to be honest with you. And yeah, well, I, know, I agree. And that's with not you. being disrespectful to people on it, but try and rear a family. Yeah. Try and get a try and get a mortgage or pay a deposit on rent. Yeah. That kind of, you know. we're
13: like we're not getting double payments, and I'm not taking from the person that's getting it. I was there myself, okay. But the people need to realise that they're not the only people suffering. The working person is absolutely. So suffering what everybody too. is
1: doing this morning now is there, and and I did it i fall i don't know whether I fall into the trap of doing it. I multiply the you know weekly lo- weekly loan parent or the job seeker two nine three by four then I multiply uh-huh. the children's allowance one forty by five then I put in the double payments and I come up with two grand. I look at maybe a city council house with low rent and i'm wondering
6: yeah
1: I'm, and I don't mean to be hurtful i'm saying I'm wondering what's the rest of it's it been spent on I, I, exactly
13: look it, it in a way it's just. A money mismanagement in some circumstances, I imagine. Right? We all do it. We mismanage our money when we're working people as well. So it's not me making it generalised. But like I, like I said, I was there myself. I can fully appreciate five euro when you're on a social welfare payment is like fifty euro to person working. You know. So like you have to bear that in mind as well. But everything else is relative as well. The rent yeah. that's being paid is relative. Yeah.
1: You know, well, like 50 okay, she so didn't and have a, I know year. everything makes a difference, it adds up to it, it really does. And you take away the fives and the tens, and of course, that equally makes a negative difference. But a lot of people this morning are very critical. There may not be 11 children now because some of them are grown or gone. I think she might have five or seven, I don't know, living at home. But they're critical of the amount of children that people would have when they're struggling or when their prospects aren't great.
13: And listen, the world has changed, I'm sure, since that lady had 11 children. She said one of them is 22. The world is a very fast-moving place. You know, it might have been the thing to do a number of years ago, but it's not anymore. So people these days can't be having a go with that lady because she had 11 children.
12: They are!
13: They are, are. are. I know, but everyone's having a go with everyone these days because we're all struggling. So I think that's what we all have to remember here. And even you, Neil, have a responsibility as well, you know. That it's we can't be played off against each other here, and that's Everybody being suggested as well
1: that you're that we're being played, or that story is playing you, and you've been taken for a fool. But yet, yet I worry then that maybe I'm not been fooled, uh, and that there is a genuine need, and that that maybe that she is psychologically suffering, you know.
13: Absolutely. That that lady is probably distraught. You know, she yes. said that she was organised last year and this year she's not. I I like I said, I have every sympathy, but I think like let's be responsible in the reporting as well you know, good. everybody is suffering good here, point, good not point, just good point. people on social
1: welfare. Thanks Lisa uh, I'm over time, I'll pick it up the conversation thank you, have a good weekend, I'll pick it up after 11, that and lots more besides text 0868
11: I'm Lana O'Connor, Red FM News is first for local, national and international news and you can stay up to date by tuning into our hourly news bulletins or by clicking on redfm.ie
2: 104 to 106, Red FM. This is the Neil Frienderville Show.
1: 200 euro voucher, courtesy of ourselves and Michelle, the jewelers on Patrick Street. Bespoke jewelry for any occasion. So you're listening out for a Christmas song between now and midday for a 200 euro voucher, our fifth and final one for Michelle, the jewelers on Patrick Street. It's a free food Friday with Roosters, Perry Perry, Douglas, and Blackpool Retail Park. And it's time for a bunch of shout outs for all of the Irish guide dogs for the blind who'd love lunch today. Their Christmas lunch is also on at the local. Some extra munchies. Uh, House of Herring can sale. Happy Christmas to Sandra and all of the staff. Met all the girls in Dunn Stores in Douglas Court yesterday, so I promised them a big shout out. And our Christmas song this morning will be for for all of you. But and also a special hi to Caroline Casey and all of the Dunn Stores staff in Carrigaline. Unique fit out in Glenmarg. Joe o- Crowley oils striker. In Carrick Tool, Irish Express Cargo, Union Hall Smoked Fish, Kirby Car Dismantlers, Hands Like Ice Getting Cars Ready for the Weekend, Sheehan's Heating and Plumbing and Corp, Pat McDonald's Paint on the Commons Road, uh, Crowley's Chemicals and in the Industrial Estate in Ballycorine. It's that time of year for them. Stock taking. Boring. Area carpet and flooring, next-gen facades near Mallow. Happy Christmas to you all and also to every but McKechnie Cleaning Services, to Shirley's Beauty and Laser Clinic in Glenmire, to GRP Roofing Suppliers, the team for all your fiberglass roofing requirements. Scrappy! And everybody at Cork Metal, O'Leary O'Sullivan Developments, Ross Oil, flat out getting heating uh, sorted for people in the homes across Christmas. Quick Fix Property Maintenance are listening in Turner's Cross, StoreFit Shopfitters are listening in Wilton, KGW Auto Services, the Home Support Office and everybody at Ballifuhan Healthcare Centre. Drina Co-op, Kathleen O'Donovan in Clonic Kilty, ECI, JCB in Carrick Tool, Donsworth Office Supplies, the Endoscopy Department at uh, the Bonds Secours. Oh, actually, Donsworth are having a big Christmas party tonight, so enjoy it. And just a few more. Uh, Rachel Kelly, on the way to collect my auntie with my son. She hasn't met my son. She's coming in to Shannon Airport from America for Christmas. So fierce excitement with the big family reunion in Burnford. Little learner's childcare, Hickey works. Uh, my husband has the flu and needs pampering. He'd love lunch. He'd be delighted. <laughs> I'm sure he would. RPC haulage in Granada, JK painting and decorating, and finally two unpost at the depot in Churchfield, working flat out at this time of the year. So we'll do another bunch of shout-outs for Free Food Friday, and up to twenty of you will be fed. Red Patrollers will deliver it a little later on. So text who you are and where you are to O eight six-eight one oh four one oh six.
2: Text the Neil Prenderville show now. O eight six eight one oh four one oh six. Red FM. Okay, this might sound strange, but all will be revealed. Neil's five-star giveaway.
12: With
0: Soundstore, celebrating the opening of their new electrical superstore at Market Green Retail Park, Middleton.
1: Do you remember it? 10,000 euro to be spent at Soundstore at Market Green Retail Park in Middleton. 10 grand. Uh, do you recall the voices? Here they were. I love corks. Right. F.M those five voices and it took four weeks for them to be correctly guessed in the right order i mention all of that because the check or the money or the ability to spend 10 grand is being handed over this morning at Soundstore at market green retail park the winner is there and indeed colin von sullivan and the red patrollers are there and we go live to sound store colin good morning good morning mr printable how are over you to you my man set the scene for me
9: I will set the scene. We're here at Soundstore in Middleton. I have our winner, the main man, Andrew Hogan, is to my right here. And he's holding one of these, you know, these giant checks, Neil, that we have. It's a big <laughs> yeah. Red FM Sound Store check. It says €10,000 on it. And Andrew's got a massive smile on his face here. Um, so would you like to chat to him? I
1: would love to chat with him.
9: i got I'll lots to say. i tell you what, Neil. He's going to tell you a little Christmas miracle that he's going to make happen this morning as well. So I'm going to give give you over to Andrew and we'll see what happens here. I'll hold the check for you, Andrew, while you sack the Neil, all right? Hey, Neil, how are you doing? Morning, nice Andrew. Doing how again. goes
14: it, my friend? Uh, not too bad. All not right. too bad. Okay. Very J- happy, very happy. I'll
1: come back to that happiness in a second. One final oh. hurdle to jump through again, right? Oh, so the five voices in the correct order, please. I love Corks. Right. F.M. And I'd give you no check if you don't get it right for a second time.
14: I, I couldn't tell you what they are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd have to dig deep for that, nobody. Uh, Come on, Cruise, man. Come Angela on. Angela Lansbury. Bono. <laughs> Uh, Laura
1: Whitmore
14: and Neil Horan. That's it. Cruz Lansbury,
1: Bono, <laughs> Whitmore, and Horan. That's how you won ten grand. I was talking to somebody last week, can't remember who, and they sat down at. Oh, I know it was Claire from my team. They sat down at home one day, one evening, and they went through the Soundstore online catalogue, right? And they found it impossible to spend
14: the ten grand. I mean, have you? That's a big challenge for yeah. you. I just said to Colin and Sophia. I've never had the opportunity or the luxury to filter from high to low. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, the basket is not quite there, but it's uh, not far off. Let but me have you like an that. idea so, what you're going to spend it on? Uh, look, we've, we've got a lot of uh, requests from family, and <laughs> it's, it's, it's timely as well. My ma I shouldn't say what what age she's turning, but I will anyway, she'd kill me. She's turning 60 on Sunday. So, uh, can I do a shout out to Lane Hogan, please, and Cove? Happy uh, birthday. might be nice for, uh, for herself. So, Sunday? with
1: the 10000 of course, you will spend it on you but also on family and requests from people so it'll absolutely. be spent anyway for sure it will absolutely but correct. do you recall do you recall Emma who helped you on the way down in Ballardy Hob? do you remember that she got I, I the do fourth do voice and within the space of I don't know minutes you got the fifth how did you feel about that
14: I was part luck really Neil as you said it could have been the other way around so I was lucky that Emma came on beforehand and show out Tom Cruise and Ryan Reynolds so uh, I guess I just chanced my arm on one of those. And downstairs. then you pounced
1: on Bono, yeah. and before and you Emma know it, you were the fight. But it wouldn't have happened without Emma. And if Emma had been on after you, she'd have won the ten grand. On, do, you have, exactly. do you have sleepless right. nights over that? Uh,
14: not really. Actually, I'm counting, counting the cash already. <laughs> uh, no look. I'd like to give uh, Emma something. So hold on a second. Uh, I have her here, all the way from Hop. <laughs> Emma.
11: Hi. How are you? I
1: hate reminding you of so close but yet so far. <laughs>
11: Ah. I know, but I'm delighted for him. It was a lovely win to have, so I'm delighted. I
14: hope he enjoy know. spending it. I know. What do you have in mind, I wonder, Andrew? Ah, look, there, there's plenty of requests, so we'll divv div it out as much as we can. So there's, uh, I can't split the the check. Or I'm not sure how it works, but there'll be a thousand euros for Emma behind behind the, the Register <laughs> and phone, sir. So um, we'll, we'll figure it out how that, how the mechanics of it after. What after do you it, think of that, uh, Emma?
10: Oh my god
11: thank you so much <laughs> oh my god Isn't that the kindest thing that's incredible! Thank you so much. Honestly, I I can't believe it. Oh my gosh!
14: Do uh, you know something? Actually, I think it is incredible. Go on, yeah. T- Sorry, Andrew, go ahead. Uh, it's, o- it's only fair. Look, um, we're lucky to win a significant uh, <laughs> prize, so uh, it's it's uh, it's, uh, it's the least we can do, I guess.
1: I think it's a beautiful thing. It's a very je- you don't have to do it, but it is. I actually think it's the right thing to do, and you've done the right thing. In fairness, to you. And Emma, any idea what you spend a grand on?
11: Oh my god, I've absolutely no idea I've no idea, oh my god Thank you so much, honestly, like, you were right the way you said it Like, it was potluck, so It's just the way it happened, but thank you so much Like, honestly, I, I appreciate it so much
1: I, I can hear the it. appreciation in your voice Listen, don't even think about it, you got a grand Just go down and have a look around And see what, what takes your fancy, you know
10: I will, I will definitely,
1: thank you so much I'm so delighted, well done to both Congratulations uh, Andrew You've got nine grand to spend, you've made a woman Very happy by sharing it, a grand for Emma Off you go, enjoy the celebrations at Soundstore And happy Christmas to both of you, Right. Many Cheers, thank guys. And take care. Role. Well done. And yeah. can thank I also say much. thank you so much to Soundstore for the 10 grand prize? I'd like to do it again sometime in the spring. We'll do another big, big giveaway on Neil's five stars. Back after the break.
2: The Neil brendeville Show on Cork's Red FM. Our phone lines remain open after midday 0818 104 106.
1: Okay, let me pick up on some calls. i uh, got Marion standing by. Marion, good morning
8: morning, Neil. Happy uh, Christmas.
1: And many happy returns. And you say uh, that people shouldn't be so critical, but before 11 we had the story of, of a family a mother with uh, in total 11 children, not all of them still at home. But I have pages and pages of pages of texts from people who just aren't buying it. Uh, I suppose the reason
8: I'm ringing in, Neil, is nobody knows that circumstances. Nobody. And I think you're amazing. You're taking so many calls. Like you're torn between so many people.
1: Yeah, I'm, you see, I know, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a stupid person either, you know. Oh, and, I know. And I ask. have to make, call, have you know, to make calls in real time on air as to, you know, who well, do you help I or know, what's that. genuine or what isn't. It's a very hard thing to do.
8: But, like, 11 children, okay. We don't know the guy's circumstances. People on go ahead, some people have 20 children. And why are people so quick to judge? We don't know what's going on in that girl's life. Yeah, yeah. Really and truly, behind the scenes, we don't. Yeah, yeah. And I just feel, you know, I don't like judgmental people. Do you know what that um, girl is today? Anybody could be tomorrow?
1: Neil, people make fools out of you with their sob stories. There's one of them. Uh, honest to God, I don't believe what I'm hearing. 11 kids, social welfare, never mind what's being brought in with children's allowance, no presence, got regardless of how much she's taking in every month. What a country we are. There's another one. Neil,
8: everybody is struggling.
1: Yeah, here's here's somebody that's working, though. Um, Here we go again. Claim, claim, claim. I have to turn you off. I'm a working person. I can't take this.
8: Yeah, and people that are working are struggling. Everybody is struggling. Uh, The cost of living has gone insane. I had my children in the 70s and the 80s, and we thought it was bad then of living is absolutely gone
1: crazy, yeah, yeah, I mean, and
8: I just think you know it, God, I don't like people being judged
1: because but also let's let's park this call from before eleven because I don't want to cast aspersions on anybody, but let's look at this time of the year and and I, I i I am contacted by people who never got on air because I don't always believe they're genuine. Uh, and I would yeah. hate to think that people's generosity and charity at Christmas time is being played on people who are just greedy or looking for handouts for nothing. Agreed. Um, Agreed. That that seems to be a line of, of texts that I'm getting in as well, you know?
8: Um, but doesn't it take, like I've had absolutely amazing times in my life. I had absolutely very, very hard times in my life. But it does not take a lot of courage to
1: come on the radio and ask for help. Yeah, I know, I know. But it's fine, if it, it, and it. it's and it's very welcome. To call, you know, no problem if it's genuine. But I've never I seen, understand. I've never seen such an outpouring of people who just don't buy it. Uh, lone parent with eleven children. How convenient is it um, at this time of the year? Uh, I try not to judge people, but for God's sake, eleven kids. Another one here. Would you please be aware of fake sob story calls? Oh, I don't know. I
8: just know. keep an open mind on everybody.
1: I you know? I try and do that all of the time. But, yeah, you know, it it's really funny that you get. It's mind. funny when you would, but do the maths on it, and you'd be coming in with maybe over over two grand, and with extra bonuses at Christmas time, maybe even closer to three grand uh, in the month. You know, it's that's a lot mm-hmm. of money. You know,
8: it's a lot of money, but. There's a lot of children there. We don't know like we don't know what our circumstances are. Yeah, okay, okay.
1: You're you're
8: very compassionate. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm well, I'm not compassionate, but I've had good times and I've had rough times and rough times my God almighty, like I had fantastic times in my life, but I had very, very, very tough times in my life. Okay. And uh, due to circumstances in my life and like if we could stop the criticism and that could stop a genuine person from coming and saying that girl is not genuine.
1: That's I'm the worry. You're, actually, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. That could, could actually stop, stop people who are genuine.
8: Like girl last week, God love her, my heart went out to her. It could stop somebody. I'm not saying this girl is not genuine now. It could stop somebody who is desperate from asking for help.
1: Okay, nice one. Thanks, Mary.
8: It's just you know, yeah. Christmas, okay. it doesn't matter whether it's Christmas or Easter or whatever day it is, people are genuinely in real time struggling.
1: You might be happy to know, though, that St. Vincent de Paul are not found wanting in the case of the call before 11, because they are calling uh, to this lady's yeah. home on okay, Sunday. I for that. And they're providing gift vouchers, pennies vouchers. Yeah. Double shopping vouchers, a hamper, and gifts for the children. So that's
8: amazing. Thank God for that. Was she not
1: aware of that? That they were coming Sunday? I don't know. So, St. Vincent oh, de Paul know. are doing a big run on Sunday, apparently. A big, big run on Sunday to help people. Yeah. God bless them. Okay, thanks, Marion. Take care of yourself. I try not to judge people too much, but for God's sake, yeah, yeah, I know. That lady would have gotten double children's allowance last month and then again children's allowance two weeks ago. Uh, she gets dubbed two and a half for twins, so it's likely to be 400 for the twins. If she's on lone parents, she would actually get more for the kids. Can you start vetting these people because it is a disgrace that people ring in, get so much when you don't know whether they deserve it? I know. I'm not going to say it keeps me awake on at night but I, I do, you know, give a lot of thought to exactly what you're saying. On the same hand, Marion would say that um, criticism of somebody who might deem to be questionable will also stop others who are genuine. I only get paid for five kids. Please go get a job like the rest of us stop having kids. Wonder how much of my taxpayers money goes on children's allowance. I am absolutely fuming. Uh, are some of your so-called hard up people living beyond their means? I wonder. I don't know. I mean, you need to walk in people's shoes. Uh, Get a job like the rest of us. I'm working since I was 18. I've never in my life got a double payment of anything. Uh, Rent free. Well, not free, but low rent, I guess. Medical card, children's allowance, single parents allowance, probably more than we have after all our bills are paid. And two of us in the house are working. People say they have no money for food and heating, but then looks down their noses at clothes or shoes from pennies. What the kids will and won't wear. I buy my teenage son's clothes in charity shops. I only put my heating on for half an hour in the morning and half an hour at night. She is spinning you a yarn. Another one, maybe it's the cynic in me, but none of what, none of what this is being said adds up to me. Um, other people then are saying things like, cut your cloth according to your measure. Um, having numerous, numerous children would need a substantial salary. Um, I have a substantial salary and I wouldn't be able to afford to even have four children. Uh, Others suggesting why and why do people expect the taxpayer to continue to pay and to raise people's children? When you have 11 kids, um, you need to be putting a little away every week. Now, granted, I've only four and that's hard every week. People should be putting away something in the lead up to Christmas and I think the problem a lot of the time is people don't know how to budget um, There, apart from Marion um, it's just pages and pages of criticism back after the break you know the drill guys lines are open 0818 104 106 go for it Well, John, step into Christmas season's greetings to all, in particular to Vic O'Sullivan from Drama in Mallow. He says he'll give it to the wife to keep her quiet. <laughs> well, give it with love as an extra Christmas gift—a two hundred euro voucher from Michelle the Jewelers for. I uh, don't know what your wife's name is, Vic, but happy Christmas to her as well and to you—a two hundred euro voucher from Michelle the Jewelers, Patrick Street, celebrating sixty years in business. Check them out this Christmas time. And thanks to Tim, we had two good runs this Christmas with giveaways uh, from Michelle's and I'm grateful for it. It's a free food Friday courtesy of ourselves and Rooster's Piri Piri uh, Douglas and Blackpool Retail Park with a big shout out to the rehab team in St. Finbar's Hospital AP Vaughan Recycling and Tower Cathedral Credit Union to Bark Park in Ballinahina looking after all the beautiful dogs great bunch of girls and boys and Murphy Laboratories are listening as always Northside Tyres Nurture Child Care in Douglas everybody at Lora National School in Bandon McLaren's Loss Adjusters in Frankfield Barry Joyce Cole up at the tip top of Fair Hill, starving and frozen. Focus Ireland's office are listening. O'Sullivan's Pharmacy and Grange Road are also on board. Dillon's Cross Pharmacy, Smurf at Kappa, Building Stone Cork and Dripsy. Murnan and O'Shea working hard in all of the cold weather. On the old mallow Road, building houses and all sorts of things. Particularly Coleman Hurley, the site engineer. McLaren loss adjusters are listening. Free fruit Friday for a legend of a man that got me out of a hole this week at Green Valley Transport. Says Damien Dempsey. Oh, sorry, Damien <laughs> Dempsey. Damien Desmond. Uh, country farm suppliers in Middleton are uh, busy little elves getting the presents ready for Santi. Uh, morning to you all, to everybody listening at the three store on Dawn Square in the city to fill. Chris, Phil and all of the staff and everybody working in three. Irish removers in Bishopstown and finally power aggregates in Carrie saying enjoy the Christmas season. All right, we'll do, um, I don't know if I'll get another shout at this side of midday but we need to pick a winner for free food Friday and we'll do that and get it delivered and sorted for you. Uh, maybe in the next couple of hours, you certainly should be fed by 2 o'clock this afternoon. Lines are open for all of the business. Text 868 104 I got a lot of emails in. I've also got some emails from former soldiers. I probably won't get a chance to do them this morning, but I am grateful to people for getting in touch regarding the tragedy and the death in in Lebanon. And, uh, you know, it's such an awfully sad story. I probably will be coming back to it uh, on Monday morning. Also can acknowledge uh, a lot of texts this morning on different topics. Uh, and uh, very negative, actually, with regards to the last call before 11. And even there's criticism of people's oil being stolen. Um, some are suggesting who looks out the window at four o'clock and sees a van driving down their driveway and doesn't call the guards. I get that. Somebody says, in fairness, are you going to believe every sob story that you hear from people ringing you up? We could all ring up and say we've been robbed uh, and uh, we wouldn't, you you know, wouldn't you think that more people could do that if they thought there was something in it? I, I, I get what you're saying. It's a hard call to make. I find it hard to believe that someone would take your oil. Well, they do. Oil's been siphoned out of tanks for a long, long time. So it does happen but the oil companies are fantastic they give you the oil and you can pay it off bit by bit um, it sounds as if this should be the way that this guy should go um, another one, vans with men cruising around at 4am on a weeknight uh, are a red flag to the guards um, uh, where are the patrols, what, Like you, can't, you couldn't have guard squad cars patrolling every country road to anticipate the robbery of somebody's oil tank in all fairness, give me a break will you Uh, If it happens, it happens. But wouldn't you do something if you looked out your window at four o'clock in the morning and saw someone at four? Surely you'd ring the guards straight away. Um, And then others saying that they wanted to help. So in spite of the criticism, there are people that want to give uh, some oil. Uh, Others offering coal. I see one or two people here saying uh, for the man whose oil was drained. um, Somebody wants to offer a bike for Christmas to the little lad in the house and then others offering minimum fills so they're not cold at Christmas so there is some help as well again bear in mind I do know that I get an awful lot of calls and stories across my desk I try and take things always at face value I have have a bit of an antenna I mean I'm not completely devoid of cop-on so I try and make the call, uh, but appreciate all the texts and all of the interventions. In the case of the call before eleven, quite negative. Anyway, text oh eight six eight one zero four one zero six. Pick up the phone on oh eight one I'll see how much I can do with this side of midday. Vicky, good morning.
11: Hello, how are you? Why,
1: why are you Why are you disgusted?
11: Do you know what? Just with with everything that's like that's going on in the world at the moment. Just say. Like, just the messages that are coming in regarding that lady at the the moment. negativity, is it? Yeah, yeah, do you know what? Just nobody can judge people. And I'm sorry, Neil, but what happened? Just be kind. Be kind to people.
1: People are are very kind, but they're they're not stupid either, you know?
11: No, and I get that. I get that completely. But you don't kick a dog when it's down. Nobody knows circumstances that go on behind closed doors
1: there has been times in the past when I've been taken for a mug and sometimes I've found out in time other times it's been too late Um, and sometimes if I have a story on air and it gets to air and you don't hear me talking about it subsequently there's a reason for me not going back to it because all was not as it appeared you know Um, do you know what I'm saying Not not everybody is always genuine
11: 100% Neil but I like to think that do you know what as, like what does that girl have to gain by coming on and saying she's literally on her knees basically with 11 kids coming up to Christmas but
1: there's week, the, but there's the like, thing there's huge criticism for anybody to have children um, that they can't afford to rear and 11 is like that's a soccer team kids
11: Neil, it is, look, but this is like this is happening from generations to come like I come from a huge family myself like to know of aunts and uncles obviously from, from time to come, like whatever look, I have only two children at the end of the day I can't judge like where that woman is but all I'm saying is just when it comes to this negativity, like, whatever, I just, I just don't get it. But do the like, numbers,
1: <laughs> though. People have been doing the numbers. They've been adding up the benefits, and they're saying, my God almighty, and fop- on top I mean, of it. This isn't me talking, incidentally. This I is people that. adding up the numbers, looking at his council house.
11: It doesn't yes. make sense. I get, Neil, I get that, but did that girl at any point ask you for money? Did she ask people for any help? No, in fairness, no. No, she didn't. She didn't. And she literally came on and gave her story like other people have been doing all week long. And just because that girl is a lone parent and she's got 11 children, she's been annihilated. For what? For absolutely nothing. She didn't ask anybody for help. She came on your show and she gave her story. Look, everybody's in the same boat at the moment. And to be quite honest, I can actually see it from both ends of the... Of the the playing field, to be honest, because I I personally feel that the government are have to push in working people and people that are on social welfare against each other they,
1: that is very true we have a society where one is pitted against the other but but there and is a working class who are struggling very hard really and truly who yeah. have to get up every morning and these days they go out and they got to defrost the car and go to work and drop the kids to school and try and pay the bills and they haven't a penny in welfare benefits coming in
11: all 100% and I think it's absolutely disgusting like I, I genuinely look I, as I said I've been look I've worked all my entire life from the day I've left school I'm with my husband since I was 15 years of age. We got married and six months later, literally after our wedding, he was diagnosed with cancer. Oh, for God's Overnight, sake. Overnight, I became his full-time carer and just through no fault of our own need, none, we literally had to resort, our resort, obviously, to, to social welfare. It's not a choice. If I, we, we'd literally get our charm in the morning to be able to get up and go to work. But it's, look, it's, it's not even about that. It's just, look, people are just, I, I can understand why they're upset because I've worked all my life, as I said, paying taxes and doing everything else as yeah, well. Yeah. And it Usually. is it, is the, work, it yeah. is the working people that are actually on their knees because you, they're you, the ones.
6: Yeah,
1: yeah.
11: Yeah. There's there's people mainly suffering at the moment. Yeah, uh,
1: usually, usually with the stories that I share or people that communicate or get in touch with me, come on air, there's huge outpouring of sympathy and generosity. Um, Yeah. Like this one, that didn't happen because people's antennas were up on this one. So it's not that it's always criticism or negativity. It's actually most of the time it's help and generosity. Yeah. so there has to you know it's just something
11: that I couldn't possibly be part of Neil because at the end of the day it'll only take one comment to push that girl over the edge Okay. nobody knows what anybody's going through and that girl literally told you that she didn't even want to be here anymore I know I am aware of that very much aware of that like hearing those comments in the background like I'd wonder if there was a big different story tomorrow if that girl did something to herself and yeah, left well,
1: 11 kids on their own, well, you know? I, I well, know, I know that's very, very relevant and, you know, we need to bear that in mind. I understand that. The only upside I can tell you is that St. Vincent Duvall are very much aware of her predicament and are helping and intervening. And on Sunday afternoon, things would be an awful lot better for her. But, but um you know, from the point of view of people listening, and I don't want people turning off in disgust or annoyance or anger with me. You know, that's not why no, I go on the air. It's it's the opposite. No, and
11: I'm delighted. I'm delighted but, that you're having this.
1: But there's no, there's no help coming in on this one, Vicky. How do you feel about that?
11: Do you know what? Look, everyone's their own meal. Okay. You know, you could have somebody that might have come on, like, you know, or will come on, whatever, and say that they have three kids and they, they spin more yarn or whatever, and you'll just, like... Uh, do you know what? I don't like I actually don't even know what to say I'm right, actually girl, just you said to myself like yeah. is it is it literally like the best story wins or the best op story wins no, like, I, but, I just but no home.
1: but there has to be you know but there has to be checks and balances listen you you may think you haven't said a lot but you have and I thank you for it have a great weekend yeah, you too take
2: thank care. you take care. Oh, bye. take care take care the red Patrollers
1: live on the streets of cork not so much the Red Patrollers, but certainly Kira Evans, because every Christmas time she is out and about for Christmas Jumper Day. It's in aid of the Cork Simon community and it's run by Hurley Heys, Patrick Street, Oliver Plunkett Street and Grand Parade. But rather than me explaining everything and what she's up to, she joins me by phone. Morning, uh, Kira. Which shop are you in right now?
0: I am making my way from Patrick Street to Oliver Plunkett Street. So I have been to my first store and uh, they definitely set the bar pretty high, Neil.
1: And what's the deal? What's going on?
0: Right, so last year I was greeted by a dinosaur on Oliver Plunkett Street and I mean it doesn't exactly say Christmas but they definitely went it all out. So there's been caroling going on in the Patrick Street store, they've got mince pies, they've got cookies, they've got people behind the deli in their Christmas jammies, jumpers, hats. They've really like gone all out this year. I'm looking forward to seeing what Oliver Plunkett Street and Grand Parade are going to do now at this point.
1: (laughs) You ultimately then have to pick a winner, do you?
0: I do have to pick a winner Yeah And then I run away <laughs> 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 It is a tough task <laughs> yeah, yeah But they're raising funds For the Quark Simon community uh, This is my second year Doing it And uh, There's competition Between the stores and I don't know if they'd be able To talk to each other I hope they've had Their Christmas party already Or they'd be well, what, you
1: Give it to a different shop To the shop you gave it To last year then <laughs>
0: Okay, well then Oliver will we won't be happy to see me <laughs> coming but I've got to share the He'd love he's been for me back
1: now for a third year to do it Neil Oh my God I wouldn't wish to be you which child <laughs> do I keep? <laughs> <laughs> or which shop which, which shop favorite? do I not get barred from? Good luck with well, that Well Kevin Harley is here with me
0: and maybe I should make him pick because <laughs> definitely his brother's seven stores and they definitely have tough hats Alright, so favorites. if anybody's
1: in and around the area of any of those shops there's mince pies is there there's goodie bags there's face there painting and everything
0: There's... Santa and his elves were greeting me on Patrick Street, so there's plenty of fun to be had, so pop in and support it, it's a great cause as all well right, and they let you do on a fantastic it. job. and right.
1: Don't need too many mince pies, and all of the proceeds of course they Make going.
0: no promises, Neil. <laughs>
1: Mark Simon community, good luck.
3: Go Take on, care.
1: Saturday. Before I love you and leave you, free food Friday winner in a few minutes time, I won't get to read any more outs but I want to have what sadly would be a fast enough chat, I might get an opportunity to chat a bit more um, this side of, of Christmas if possible of the new year. We all know of Gina, Dale Hayes and the Champions. They've got a big gig coming up uh, at St. Luke's on Thursday, December 29th and I just want to mention that there are tickets available in Pro Musica, Henshi's, for the St. Luke's gig are also live at stlukes.com and they've been going for absolutely decades Gina joins me with a phone on line two actually. Gina, good morning
7: Good morning
1: Neil <laughs> Oh it's lovely to hear your voice again, it's been way too long
7: I'm lovely to hear you too I'm tuned in all morning to Good girl, team.
1: well done So what was, was it, 1973?
7: 73 when I met the lads I loved singing And 73, a 19-year-old Living in 47 Loretta Park Got the opportunity To sing with the band Away I went, and the rest is history.
1: And the rest Fantastic. is history. Two decades of it. This would have been in yes. an era when live acts and show bands and gigs and touring all over the country would have been the bread or butter of bands like yours, right?
5: Amazing
7: times. I mean, young people who are out there at the moment... Don't can't believe the the amount of people that we that we we sang to and travelled up and down the country and there were amazing times and out of that all of those years I mean I can't believe it it's it's hard to believe I mean this September coming I will be fifty years. <laughs> singing i just can't believe that because you know and you know i'm so grateful for that that i still can sing and still can enjoy and entertain because the people are are amazing and uh, the no, it's concerts that I'm doing, you now rather than, you know, dance gigs, if you like. Uh, concerts and, and a bit of, uh, I suppose, festivals and things like that. I dip in and out.
12: Yeah, But But, um, yeah,
7: yeah, yeah, amazing. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely.
1: And the hits kept on coming. I mean, you guys were signed. Were well, you signed with WEA at one stage in Colombia and Colombian, people like that?
7: Yes, we were. And we were signed with other, others as well. Yeah. And, you know, mostly, I, I have to say, I suppose... Uh, we had a string of hits, one after the other, and I suppose we were a great team. I mean, we had Gina Dale Hayes and the champion, so Dale Hayes, who God rest him, we passed away oh, sure It's January yeah. two yeah. years you now. We were a great double act in the band as well. We were, and we had great harmonies. And but you know what it was, we loved it. We never took it for granted. We went, re- we rehearsed every week. And we would always do our own program, our own hits and memories.
1: Yeah, talk talk about that know. because a lot of the bands did, and you did covers. You did covers, but you you had your own hits as well. Do you want to do it? Went to number two, but that was probably if I remember, was that, that probably amazing. the biggest was first,
7: It was absolutely. That was our first run. Yes, yeah. and then we went on to have the greatest lover. And give me back my love. Yeah, yeah, and like I was doing a gig last night in in Cork, in in um, in a hotel in Cork, and uh, Vienna Woods, and those songs. You know, the audience they were amazing. It was an amazing party. All the ladies were beautifully turned out and they sang it word for word so there was a great concert acting. absolutely in the
14: room. you also
1: yeah. backed a lot of these hits up even in the 70s with videos you know that
7: was fairly rare yeah we were we were we were the very first band i think to do videos so we went to locations all around the country uh, with the various hits Many, many, many do you want to do with the drunken sailor? We came back to Ballycotton. I live in Ballycotton now. We came back to Ballycotton and we uh, videoed uh, the drunken sailor here. And uh, yeah, they were amazing times.
1: So, so the practice and the gigging. But looking at the practice, you had to practice and learn the hits, didn't you? Week in, week out. Yes.
7: We did, so we sat in our minibus and we would have our headphones on and we were getting ready for a gig or getting ready to go straight into the studio after a gig. But you know what? It was a joy. We were young. We were full of life and, yeah, it was amazing. Amazing.
1: Yeah, things changed, of course. People like me and discos came along then and started up
2: <laughs> the apple cart.
7: <laughs> well, well that, that happened too and life changes, you know, but still... Today, you know the nostalgia from our point of view now at this stage of our lives you know we've done amazing concerts and like I suppose in the new year now we'll be releasing you know a triple album uh, 50 songs for 50 years oh my you god know, isn't you know, it amazing? Is
1: amazing what was the reunion in 2009 like with all the original members
7: Well, you know, in the meantime, I did have a family, you're
1: right. I I forgot about that part. (laughs) Yeah,
7: I did. And that's very tough when you're on the road, you you know, a girl and your family and you're leaving, even though everything was organized and our our children were looking after very, very well. And I took a break. And then and then we came back in that So Dale and we all got together and we did concerts and came back. And yeah, yeah. So, you know, a second bite of the cherry, I was I would have called it. And, um, and still going And um, so
1: the 50th um, now will be in St Luke's on the 29th that's going to be a complete sell out is
7: I'll get murdered Joe will kill me if I won't say li- live at St Luke's live at um, St Luke's yeah. Pro Music get tickets um, Hinchy's Bar and live at Luke's, com.
1: isn't there going to be some atmosphere Saint there Joe. that night it's going to be incredible. It's
7: amazing. It's amazing. And our son, Keane will be coming in from Berlin, who is a lovely musician as well. He's in the music industry in Berlin. And he came back for, you know, when we do live concert, concerts like that. And it's in addition to the band, you know, with, as you know, with the harmonies and, and I suppose solos, harmonies with electrical lead guitars. Totally. And it yeah. adds a lot, a lot to a band. And we're so Amaz- I Did I ever think that I'd be on stage with you? 50, well, 50 years. Well, when I heard
1: 50 years, I said, no, we got to say I hi. Know. we got to say hi. I, I need to get a studio version of that album, even an advanced one, if at all possible, because I want to play some of the studio quality versions. You know what I mean?
7: I love that, Neil. I would love so if that. So if,
1: if you can make that yes. happen in the next yes. few weeks, that would be incredible. Get some of them on the air because they were great and I'd they were so good. well produced. Well done. Happy anniversary yeah. for the 50th. And I hope Thank that you. I hope that we have many more across 2023 and 2024 and a 60th even.
7: I mean, well, now that's pushing it now. No, but it's not, but hang on a second. <laughs> if
1: Joe Mack can do it, you can do it.
7: Well, absolutely. You know, women power. Women power all it. the way. All
1: right. Okay. Well, Gina, happy so Christmas. Indeed. Good luck on the 29th.
7: And happy Christmas to you and yours. Ho ho ho! Take and care, so. and a loving one, you so and great. I
1: was too faint. Gina and the Champions play at uh, Live and St Luke's on Thursday, December 29th. That's going to be a great gig. It'll sell out. Tickets available in Pro Music, Ahenchi's, and in St Luke's through Live at St Okay, I gotta go. I'm gonna be thrown out of here. So, free food Friday for this week. It'll feed up to fifteen, maybe twenty of you. Courtesy of ourselves and Roosters, Piri Piri Douglas. Blackpool Retail Park now we deserve Roosters today because we're the best local cleaning company in Cork keep it local people we face the dreaded Jack Lynch Tunnel every day and now that it's Friday we deserve feeding so says Connor at uh, McKechnie Cleaning Services in Little Island
3: Connor, how are you Neil how many are you well in the office here now we have about between 15 and 20 oh just my. enough for the Roosters food ok and
1: how many have you got around you now
3: I have I have about 12 people right around me here at the moment okay. wishing to wish everybody a happy Christmas from McKechnie. Okay, give
1: me the biggest happy Christmas, everybody, you can then. Okay, guys, ready? Say happy
6: Christmas.
1: No, you got to, hang on, first things first. You got to, stop, 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 stop. You got to take it off the speakerphone, right? Regular old-fashioned handset. Yeah. Now I get a proper shout-out. Go for it again. Go again. <laughs> I Do say in you person, it's
3: fantastic. T- what company in Cork? Is what That's from the best cleaning company in Cork.
1: I'll send you down a three piece suit and see what you can make out of it. See if you can deliver on that promise, all right? (laughs) No problem, Neil. We're always there to help. Food's on the way, Connor. 15 or 20 of you will be well fed. Happy Christmas. Have a great weekend. Happy Christmas to you and all the staff. Take care. care. Take care. Well done. Out of time. Can I just mention a big thank you to Basil's Market Deli in Ballantemple? They delivered us the most beautiful food this morning. All sorts of gorgeous cakes and piece pastries and treats. So thank you to Garrett and thank you to Carol Carol, and all of the staff. And they've got, talk about supporting local, the Basil Market Deli Christmas orders have been taken for cooked meats, loads of different beautiful sides. Your, they'll sort out your duck fat roast potatoes for you, your sprouts and your cauliflower cheese, love that, and your cakes and your banoffis and your cheesecakes. They'll take the grief out of it all. So check them out, the Basil Christmas Market in Ballantemple, just next to the venue pub. Have a great weekend. I'll see you Monday. For
0: more Red FM podcasts, go to redfm.ie forward slash podcasts.